Another meeting at the Order of the Straight Arrow. You have myself, Troop Scout leader Dustin Lays with Beave, across from me in the clubhouse today. This is Denim Wall, the Troop's historian. And in between the two Wall boys, you have myself, I'm Miles, aka Chief, runs with bins. And this week on the clubhouse, we have a returning member who we're very happy to see. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Elder Little Pond. It's good to be back. It's been too long. It's been way too long. Yeah, it has been a minute. Me back, yeah. They, they shut you. down the ferry, so you couldn't even visit us for, like, months there. Even if you wanted oh, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen you since Super Bowl, and that was a while ago. And I was, was in Vegas ago. for that. Yeah. Were you? I yeah. was. I guess I haven't seen you in a really long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Is this the first visit of 2020, then? For you? I think it is. Well, no, I guess Super Bowl, but since I've seen it. Well, visit to the podcast, and yeah, to... Yeah. to Visit to see. First time on season three for the LP Pond. Oh, no, Propane Moon Part 1. Or 2, I mean. Oh, yeah. Has it really been since Propane Part 2? I think so. Maybe not. And then a Clint Eastwood character <laughs> would say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did I ever tell you about the time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, well, again... Thank you for uh, coming back on the show, yeah, Little definitely. Pond. It's great to have you. We're very excited. This is a great episode that we have. So before we talk any more about it, let's kick this meeting off with the Straight Arrow Oath. For those of you in scout uniform, three-finger salute. Those listening at home in civilian clothes, hand over your heart and repeat after the historian. A straight arrow tells the truth. A straight arrow loves nature. A straight arrow never peels his potato in anger. <laughs> and a straight arrow is always against Bill H.R. 57, which would allow the importation of South American propane. Can I get a round table? We Matanya. We Matanya. Mmm. Dustin, what's in your can today? Oh, yeah. you know it's the, the best, the brightest. Summer season's uh, back. It is the Solaris, the white peach ale from Phillips Brewing and Malting Co. Amazing flavor. Delicious, light, fruity. Everything I want. My Animal Crossing Island has peaches, so I vibe <laughs> with this heavy. That's a good beer. I've got a uh, Phillips Brewing Dino Sour, which is a uh, delightfully tart uh, sour beer. Uh, it's blackberry flavored. It's very nice. Mm. Uh, I got it from Denim, so thank you. I'm also drinking one of those, but I, I, I'll i take the opportunity to talk about the beer that I don't even know what this one's called anymore. <laughs> it's a guava something. Like sour, sour saison. Looking at it in the uh, in the glass, it's very aesthetically pleasing. It looks it, uh, quite it, pleasant. Yeah, look, it's got the color of a peach. It looks like peach iced it, tea. It looks like a peach. Yeah, it's good. That's, that's all that matters, I guess. Nathan, it's uh, Phillips, so it's... Uh, I'm <laughs> drinking a can of Mott's Clamato Caesar. Whoa! So. <laughs> you need some Tabasco for that? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty spicy already. It's no, not here at all. It's kind of like yeah. Did you have the original last time? And kind of? you're doing spicy now, eh? Extra yeah, spicy. the spicy one tastes better. 100%. The original one is kind of gross. 
The uh, don't ever buy pickled bean. It's disgusting. No, it's not yeah. good. Yeah. It it's like when they say when they say the works, too. Have you had that one? I've had the works. No. It's, I don't like it. It's got the horseradish, Worcestershire sauce. And Tabasco. And Tabasco. And lime, I think. All together too. in a pre-mixed tomato or a clamato. This one juice. tastes the most like one you would get at like a restaurant or something. Yeah, yeah I agree. I had two of those like, yesterday. Because the other one's just a little watery, like the original. And then this one is like, yeah, it's, the, it's pretty the, good. The original does taste like you had a Caesar and the ice melted and now yeah, you're drinking Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Yeah, so uh, great round of everything in the clubhouse. Everything's delicious. So thank you for the oath. And at this moment, we would probably take a cutaway to our listener feedback. <laughs> but we like to just create more chores for ourselves <laughs> later. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so to kick off our feedback segment, we have a little piece from Facebook that the historian would like to cover. Yeah, this is from our Facebook friend, Aaron. Uh, he sent us this uh, news clip of a DeSoto woman wanted for murdering her husband. Um, but the uh, the name is a little bit familiar to anybody who's... Maria Montalvo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like things went a little south for old Maria when she didn't get the job. At yeah. <laughs> Looks yeah. like she's moved on from Yuma. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was a while ago, but there's been some breakthroughs in the case. I don't know. Well, as long as justice is served. <laughs> and the next one goes to our man, Brian Perius, who is celebrating a birthday. So happy birthday from the club host, and we'll give him a round table. Tanya. And uh, another uh, lister feedback we had came from Twitter uh, from a new friend of ours, Christina Rodefeld. Uh, she's a public school teacher from New York, and she reached out to us and just let us know that uh, us returning brought back some normalcy to her life and just made her very happy, and her kind words uh, made us very happy. So we just want to thank you, Christina, for listening, and I hope your husband gets on board with King of the Hill. Absolutely. I, I read that one, too, and that one really did touch my heart. I wanted to thank her personally for that as well. Really yeah, keeps you going. Thank you very much. That was That was nice. It was super nice. Um, and then finally, a fun one. Sally St. Rose is back with another doodle. I love it when she just listens to the podcast, can't <laughs> stop thinking about King of the Hill, and which, then sends us a nice picture. Which one of you who brought up the Shrek Bill reference? It was one of you, I Walt think it boys. was Denim. Yeah. Usually Denim when it comes to Shrek, Smash Mouth, or <laughs> yeah. Bill. I like Shrek. Yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. he's really, really good movie. He's, yeah, and uh, he's an uncanny representation, really. So if you have, if you don't know what we're referring to, please go check out our Instagram or her Instagram, Sally St. Rose. Mm -hmm. It's actually across all of our social medias now. Uh, it is. The That's big great. three. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Go follow Is that her. on our Snapchat? We don't have Snapchat. We don't have Snapchat. You don't even have Snapchat. No, I haven't had Snapchat in a long time. That's correct. And we're going to keep it that way. Fucking rights. Let's send it back to the boys in the clubhouse. <laughs> Those guys rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
And now we're into the episode info. Well, I've gone. <laughs> this is episode nine of season three. It is the 44th overall episode. It originally aired on December 15th, 1998, entitled Pretty Pretty Dresses. Okay, so here's a synopsis. Bill becomes suicidal when the holidays remind him of his ex-wife. This episode is written by a man who needs no introduction. The one, the only, Paul Lieberstein. Oh, Toby! This is his sixth of a total of 12 writing credits. Halfway through his career with King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, just as a reminder, his first six were Luan's Saga, King of the Ant Hill, How to Fire a Rifle Without Really Trying, The Unbearable Blindness of Laying, I Remember Mono, and of course, Pretty Pretty Dresses. It's a good mix. All yeah. pretty much bangers. Pretty good episodes. They're all yeah. very uh, good character episodes. Classic. Yeah. So when did he write his last? Like, oh, we'll get there. La, 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 la. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't need I to know what. I don't. Like, you want to know the episode like, title? Was the Office before? No. Office was 2005. It started. As far as I so know. So he finished his career with King of the Hill before the Office started. I, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Um, his, I mean, I know for just well, being a King of the Hill fan that. Well, I know that being a King of the Hill fan, like season seven and onwards, is when like Mike Judge and Greg Daniels, and I assume, and it says like all the other writers at that point just took a step back and kind of let the show. You can tell. (laughs) But yeah, the it's directed by a series first, Dominic Polcino, Polcino, Polcino. Sorry, I don't know how to. I think I think the Chino. Polcino. That sounds Polcino. Italian or something. And this is his first of a long career with 16 director credits at wow. King of the Hill. Um, he was an original writer of Family Guy and left Family Guy to come to King of the Hill. And then went right back to Family Guy after he was done at King of the Hill. <laughs> um, he's currently a director on Rick and Morty. And he was also the director of Spencer Crittenden and Dan Harmon's Harmon Quest. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I like this guy already. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, the Family Guy, I mean, he did a lot of Family Guy episodes, but uh, he did direct Blue Harvest, the, so the original Star yeah, Wars spoof. New Hope spoof, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that one a lot when it was... Oh, yeah, that oh. one I had on my iPod video. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Came pre-installed, didn't know how to figure, couldn't figure <laughs> out how to get it off. Well, you had the digital copy of it, do you not remember? Uh, it came with the DVD, the, the digital copy. Okay, yeah, I never, I like, I never messed with those pieces of paper. But if you're saying it was, <laughs> yeah, I did. You used I it. it. I got it on the iPad video. The you iPod could video. do that. Yeah. Was it like one of those old-fashioned iPods where it's yeah, the, yeah. the wheel turns. He's having an episode of fucking Garfield on it. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. sick. Yeah, I actually utilized the video. I remember Ryan had UFC fights on it. <laughs> and we were on nice. the bus watching UFC fights. And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> I'm going to change that language to Korean whenever I get. <laughs> you did that to me. It is really hard to try and turn it back. I know it's probably as my iPod uh, Touch got stolen. It was probably because of how many of the ones I changed the language to. It's karma. <laughs> I can't figure this out. I'm just going to take Miles. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, so it's the only English iPod. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as you may know, and as you're patiently waiting for, when we have Little Pond on the show, we have to start out with a segment we like to call Little Pond's Ponders. Notes in. Close your notebooks, boys. 
All right, thanks for uh, joining me tonight. Um, uh, welcome to the show. Um, I know I probably say this every time, but I actually am a little afraid these questions are a little too easy. Cause well, like, I hope you brought enough s- sweets for all of us. Uh, yeah, I have some sour blasters. <laughs> Someone's been eating them. Those things are sweaty. And so I started blasting. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I didn't think there was much for trivia in this episode that wasn't like either like super obscure and i don't like that kind of trivia where it's just like did you see how many pictures are hanging on the wall yeah it's so stupid sweet it's like yeah anyway so um, what trivia do you so let's pick a number (laughs) i have a number between one and six so everybody say a number three four six denim was right with uh one or three (laughs) i'll take it he'll go first um so, yeah. Who did Peggy attend a basketball game with in 10th grade? Oh, oh it was... Uh, <laughs> no stealing yet. Oh, I know. I wrote his name down. It is... I know he didn't like Bob. He didn't like Peggy Bat. <laughs> no, that's a fact. <laughs> oh man, I wrote it down because I knew this was gonna be one of the questions. I, it. Where's that uh, Oscar music? Yeah, where <laughs> is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll come You've back. You've been to grand. You. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come Can back. I just look at my notes? No, no, no it's not Stop over. That. All right, Dustin. Yeah. After Bill's first. Like, main suicide attempt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the roof or in the toilet bowl? <laughs> is uh. that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. what was the question? When is, it deci- when is it decided that Boomhauer will watch Bill? Oh, uh, on the, uh, it's like weekday evenings. It's like weekdays after work until the evening. It's like late afternoon to the evening, early evening. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I know um, it's that chunk. There's no mention of like weekday or weekend. Oh, it's, it's just, just late, like the late, late afternoon to early evening. evening. Thank you. He's yeah. got the best. Like, he's got, yeah, he's got he's the got most like chill two one. hour period. <laughs> still mad. Before Hank. You don't have any questions about Dale's schedule, do you? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I, I, yeah, I'll have to save it for later because I love it. Okay, uh, Miles. Oh, this is too easy. Where does Bill take... Where does Boomhauer take Bill when he's watching him? Ugly's Cowboy Saloon. That was way too easy. I know, like, that's why I, I made you guys pick a number, so, like, the order would be random. <laughs> of course. So the order's random. <laughs> so, so one person was Okay, but let's move on back to uh, the historian. Right. What is... This is pretty easy, too. What is the name... Dev? What is the name of the woman Peggy invites for dinner? Like a still date. Sheila uh, Tobis? Tub- yeah. Tubis? Tobis? Yeah, correct. Nice. Yeah. Sheila. Nice. Yeah. I wrote both their names down, but I can't remember Rick Calhoun's name. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever fucking his name is. Ooh, I know that guy's name. Rick Calhoun. I can tell you what it is. <laughs> okay, Dustin. What football record did Hank set at Arlen High? Uh, rushing. Like like uh, like all time y- yeah. rushing yards. Yeah. Single season rush. Yeah, that was it. Single season. Yeah. Um, okay. Miles, final question. What snack does Bobby offer Bill slash Lenore <laughs> when he first <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Doty? <laughs> uh, a favorite of mine from one of our local pubs, a homemade tater tots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, and um, does anyone want to steal the Bob Cecil? Yeah. <laughs> Bob Cecil. Bro. 
Robert Cicel, that's right. Yeah, he didn't like her back. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Rick Calhoun. <laughs> Who the fuck's Rick Calhoun? I don't know. <laughs> Do I know a Rick well, Calhoun? You might. I, I feel like, like I bought a Honda. I originally off of him. wrote that I question. I thought it was um, Rudy Beaker. Being like, when? No, that's who I was VP. Yes. 10th <laughs> grade. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fuck but you. Like, I, I didn't know, like, it's kind of vague. Like, do you say year? Do you say, like, age? 10th so grade. Like, who was it? I want that question. No, you said Rick Calhoun. No, Nathan just said when. Nathan just said when, and I said grade 10. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't a real question. Oh, um, since I got the most questions right. Well, Miles got both his right, didn't he? But I got the I steal. I knew Bob Cecil, oh, too. I said it quicker, dude. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, do you have any tiebreakers? Or, or, I got a tiebreaker. Hang on a second. Any championship? Uh, let me see real quick if I can find... I'm sure this doesn't happen on real game shows. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real game show. We're evolving. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I only wrote six questions. Ask him what the name of the Ajuana is. <laughs> Yeah, fade out. <laughs> All right. So you guys can share a cherry blaster. <laughs> Nathan super glued them closed. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some loose ones in his pocket. <laughs> I think there's some loose ones in the couch. <laughs> <clears throat> so thanks for that uh, little pond. Always love yeah. playing the the ponders. It's always fun. I hope those at home. Uh, knew all the questions. And I hope you did. That was fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you if you forgot Richard Calhoun's and, name. And if you're driving to work right now, I suggest you find a gas station. Don't text and drive. Sour cherry blasters or they're actually Sour Patch Kids. I'll just. Is that oh. a baseball player's name? What's Sour Patch? Rick Calhoun? Yeah. It actually might be. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. It is Sour. They're Sour Patch Kids. Just so yeah, just pick yourself up a pack and reward yourself for getting all the answers correct. Mm-hmm. Just imagine getting a firm handshake from Elder Little Bob. <laughs> uh, and then we'll have to uh, move into the actual episode. No, Rick Calhoun was a Raiders running back. Oh, okay. Okay. Ricky Calhoun! <laughs> it does sound like an athlete. Um, so, yeah, we uh, kick off the episode um, with a cold open. And, um, yeah, it's just the, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just the guys drinking in the alley and Bill crying and all the other guys are just looking on, like, just not acknowledging him whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's like he does this all the time. Well, well at least every Christmas. I think it's a yearly occurrence. <laughs> I guess they, they must know. Well, this is what, the and seventh year in a row? Yeah. That's what he says. And, and he replies, <laughs> quite upsetting. <laughs> And I guess that really is the only thing in the cold open, and yeah, we get the uh, we get the the very familiar theme song with a nice uh, jingle bell rendition. Yeah, changing it up for the Christmas uh, episode, which I really like that. And I also noticed just because I listen to it all the time, uh, the beer can crack that they use in this one is different, just slightly. Really, it's not as crisp. Huh. It's yeah. a lot softer of a crack. Didn't Sometimes they aren't the crispiest. Sometimes yeah. they're not. That beer that sounds like it rolled down the driveway. Right, yeah, that's so, what happened last week, and they exactly. were really soft, crispy boys. That's right, crispy beers. <laughs> <laughs> so what we uh, what we come back to is uh, just you know more the same. <laughs> I do love Christmas. Like what we talked about um, in the last episode is like the foreshadowing that they're doing um, for this season, and like 
this reminds me of the uh, nine pretty darn angry men where Bill's introducing himself to everyone. He goes, my wife left me in the year of our Lord, 1991. (laughs) (laughs) That is so perfect because uh, immediately after that line, he says uh, that he loves Christmas and that uh, Lenore left him seven years ago on Christmas Eve. Well, yeah, and even the title is a reference to another episode, to Mm -hmm. a line where Bill talks about being forced toward pretty pretty dresses right right, right. right? i was expecting he doesn't say it in this episode it's a reference to another yeah that was the son that got away was it not when bobby got punished and yeah bill has a very horrifying (laughs) yes that's correct (laughs) way of being punished remember too when uh the willie nelson episode where he says that his idol is santa claus (laughs) i thought I mean, maybe there's some, like, relation there, like... There's some fucked in Bill's head that revolves around Christmas. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. long before uh, Lenore left probably, on Christmas Eve. Probably even... Bill's got to reenact some sort of Shutter Island, like... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, spoilers. Kind of does. <laughs> oh, he kind of <laughs> does. Oh, my God, yeah. That's, like, the, the one parental figure that, like, throughout the course of the series, I don't think we ever get a glimpse of what Eric Dotrieb is like, minus that brief snippet in the Order of the Straight Hour That's episode, correct. but... He doesn't say anything, and it's no. just, he's just there. You're right, and and he's very upset, and and he's so upset that he actually has to run home crying. Uh, to which <laughs> the guys finally show a little bit of emotion. Ugh. And Hank, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Inside Out last night. That was disgusting. <laughs> that was disgusting. And uh, and then uh, Hank needs a cookie or wants a cookie, <laughs> and he kind of figures that Bill's probably Pro- got some lying probably. around. Well, yeah. he's got you know he's got snacks stashed in the in the sofa. <laughs> that's right. That's what I thought of. So uh, he steps away and, and he heads over to the Doe Trees residence. And it is just the rattiest Christmas tree. <laughs> it's like this. Seven-year-olds yeah. from the one Lenore left. Him, yeah, so. I know. Yeah. And it's got one. It's got one stocking on it that says Lenore. There's not a Bill stocking. There never was a Bill stocking. So like, are those gifts like? Are they seven years old? Yeah, yes. they would look. But like, they were like Minus some the of them toaster. were being wrapped. But they were all like, no. I don't think. They, hang on a sec. I think they were seven-year-old wrap jobs that <laughs> kept getting like, packed away and uh, no unpacked and like just the pa- the wrapping oh starts to come off. Yeah. I think. So I like, also, I also thought that he was just kind of like doing the crazy old lady thing where he like just wraps up things in his house already, <laughs> <laughs> just to like open them on no, Christmas. I, yeah, or like, like, they looked like, like it looked like or like the cat. It looked like yes, it cat. looked like woman's like clothing and there's stuff. like a sweater and a hat I mean, and the toaster was the only one that i that think we actually got to see either. yeah well because we know the sweater and the hat from when later yeah when hank steps yeah, on him yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hat goes <laughs> <laughs> squirt out, but. but yeah uh bill's just <laughs> bill uh he emerges from the bathroom wiping <laughs> his eyes oh, man. i think this is like the first time where you like you see how like dark this episode is gonna be because like bill's got that weird vibe to him where he's like Really super embarrassed and like i don't know it's just like you can he just knows tell he lives right in film he's right? just like oh 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 yeah hank hey how are you doing <laughs> he's totally do, you think, do you think he was a bit worried that hank might have seen the couch from the from the alley in there <laughs> <laughs> i think there was too much going on i think yeah. bill like he knows how fucked up this shit is yeah. and like he's just like oh like i don't, I don't really want you to see this like exactly <laughs> please don't tell anyone <laughs> how i live st- he's still got his like Spool coffee table, that old wooden. (laughs) What what Eric Foreman has in his basement. uh, He is a very sad man. Very sad. 
Can we see what he has for dinner later? <laughs> oh, okay, we'll get, we'll get there. We've all gotten there. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I've never been quite there. <laughs> okay. I've never eaten Most of us live with you. I've never, <laughs> I've never eaten true. spaghetti off the counter. <laughs> I don't, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get there and we'll talk about it then. I have comments to make. Nathan eats out of a big trough. <laughs> Because obviously Hank has to ask about Lenore because her name's on a lot of this stuff. He he tries to tell Bill the actual truth that like she's not coming back, but he starts tearing up and making that noise, and so he's like, "Well, he's probably like not coming back." Yeah. Do you remind me of Denver, the yeah. dog? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. He's like really nonchalantly trying to kick the gifts under the couch and shit that are just <laughs> lying around on the floor, and Hank's like, "These gifts aren't for Lenore, are they?" And Bill's, Oh, I love when she comes back. <laughs> She's gonna be really happy. I, yeah, I also like. Yeah, they do it so good with like Hank too, because like he really doesn't want to ask and he doesn't want to know, but like he feels like as a friend he has to. I did. <laughs> like, I do think it was like it was it did take a lot for Hank to be like, well, I think I want a cookie. Yeah, yeah. like that's good. And, like him. Hank, Hank is like, I wish I didn't see this. Yeah, like, but he's like, I, I, I gotta ask. Like, he's like, snap out of it. Like, yeah, Hank just thinks he can snap out of it's it. Like, H- Hank is really number one friend in this episode, oh, and we'll yeah. touch on it like multiple times. Yeah, for sure. But uh, another example is with uh, him inviting Bill over for holiday dinners. Multiple. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that you'll be coming over for dinner. You know, until the holidays are over. Oh yeah, I'm coming. I cleared my calendar right through the end of the year and a good chunk of the next. Daddy does. <laughs> 364 days until he's back at Hanks for dinner next year. <laughs> yeah. When, when do the holidays end? Like, uh, like how say, long into January is it like, okay, you're not coming over anymore? I would say probably after New Year's. Like, just Yeah, I was going to say January 1st. I mean, I yeah. think Would Hank means until Christmas. Uh, but Bill cleared his schedule. Yeah. <laughs> what about well, Boxing what, Day? What Bill thinks and yeah, what Hank means, Day I don't know. Uh, if you would have listened, listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. I will listen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the next scene we find uh, the first of a couple uh, dinner at the Hills House featuring Bill. And Bill is making a, a jolly <laughs> a jolly old time for everyone. He's bringing up uh, Luann's breakup. You ever think about that dead boyfriend of yours? Well, I wonder if you'll ever find someone again. I mean, most people just get one relationship in this life. Just out. I love Peggy's like, oh, trying to change, like, you know, deflect the conversation. She's like, you'll help me uh, host at the party, right, Luann? And she's just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is where Bobby even, like, comes and steps up to the plate and we get to see his uh, motivation for the episode. I can help, Mom. I'll be the hostess with the mostess. <laughs> I, I, just size. Oh, I love it. There was actually, like, upon rewatching, there was some, some scenes that I didn't notice in the first watch with Bobby and, like, just kind of what he's doing. <laughs> that, it's not much, but, yeah, because yeah. you can't miss the most of it. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about it when it comes. Mm-hmm. But uh, this fo- is really what kicks off his fucking motivation. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 <laughs> the... I just love his little hands. <laughs> he's so excited. <laughs> the, the following interaction is so funny. Like, hands down the funniest I've ever seen between Bill and Peggy. And Bill's bringing up this oh, old yeah. story about this boy. Rick Calhoun. <laughs> Bobby Cecil. Because, uh... 
Peggy liked him. They went to a basketball game together, but uh, he didn't like you. <laughs> Peggy's face. She's like, she's like, no, I did. It was so funny. Like, Bill just like. I, he, called out every, he even called out Bobby for Marie. I, I was waiting yeah. for him to call out Hank with the sausage lady. Right. Oh. He knew, he, I think he knew that would have got him kicked yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> he has one friend in the room. That was the, the sample lady at the back of the super supermarket. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Mono. Hank kissed his, her. His and temptation she, or whatever. She fell off, fell off yeah. her bike. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's funny that Bill, like, the reason that he incites this conversation is because Peggy's like, Got her first uh, yes VP to the party. Oh yeah. Uh, oh how I yeah. did like, not hear that the four times I watched the episode. <laughs> and then he's like, all this talk about people's got me thinking about breakups. You're just thinking about breakups and you're reaching, Bill. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All this talk about people. Yeah, I mean they do set up the party like really like they set up the everything so fast. Like, yeah, I like that they always the do cold that. open. It's well, like okay, this is yeah. about Bill's crippling depression. <laughs> like, and then like right away, like you know the party's gonna be like a big deal. That's like where the climax yeah. is it, gonna happen. It is a very well written yeah. um, episode. I do think it's interesting that they have like all these dinner scenes. There's like, a lot. Scenes. Like, yeah, oh, I love no, how no. they evolve. Like every dinner scene, like evolves. I know. Like when I was going through my notes and trying to like find the right dinner scene to think about, there's a lot to go through. Yeah. And there yeah. is like yeah, and like later we will talk about it. I'm sure you probably mentioned the same thing, but they do like evolve. They change. Like they are unique. Yeah. In each of them, and One they of them, give you a it's good. It's almost sense. like a play where like there's only like three like Sets. locations. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like. What happens, it's like dinner. Totally. And like, like the Act one is dinner. Yeah. And a lot of the shots, you know, I notice in the kitchen especially, and like, are like very stock. It's like they probably use the same shot of everybody sitting at the yeah. table. This one has a lot of unique yeah, animations like, uh, for sure. Yeah. The, the angle from, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get Talking there. about like the stock thing, like, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but like in between dinner and breakfast, like there's that little clip of like the mailbox. Yeah. And it says like, um, the hills, but With... like apostrophe S. Yeah. And it's like, shouldn't it just be S? Like, I guess. I think correctly. Like, correct like, there grammar. There should be an apostrophe there. Well, is it's but like it's possessive. It is possessive. No, but you're talking help. about this is the Hills House. Where are the Hills? You're not saying this is the Hills mailbox. I mean, yeah, you kind you of are. If it was referring to the mailbox, then apostrophe is correct. Yeah, but if I, I, to the even family, if it's the per- family plural, I thought. if you're th- referring to the family, it's just the Hills. Yeah, without with no apostrophe. apostrophe. I think yeah. because it's a mailbox, you could you could get away with. I the guess apostrophe. you could get away with. If it was a sign but, on their house, it would be a bit weird. Yeah. To say, like, this is the Hills' house. Yeah. But it's this true, is a yeah. sign declaring the Hills I mean, live here. I just thought it was odd. Looking. No, yeah. I, I see I what you mean. That. If they yeah. didn't have the apostrophe, it would have slipped under the radar a little bit easier, even if it was considered maybe wrong. Because the the mailman, he's not looking for the Hills. He's just looking for the Hills mailbox. Mm-hmm. He's looking for the goddamn yeah. number. So, I, <laughs> it's like, yeah, dinner the next day. Or, sorry, breakfast the next day. Um... Bobby's practicing. Yeah, Bobby's practicing serving, and it's kind of weird. Yes, this is one of the things I didn't notice. And (laughs) and and, and, yeah, Hank's like, shouldn't shouldn't you be doing this? Nice to serve. (laughs) Another one. They didn't hammer home how that is like him practicing too. They didn't at all. It was just like what Bobby likes to serve. This is just some interesting thing that's happening at (laughs) breakfast. But like, 
after watching it, I realized that he was practicing. It's such yeah, a great, exactly. A well, great you don't little realize. side story. It's it kind is. of a fun thing to do when you're a kid, though. Like just oh, like I'll oh, pretend oh, to be the waiter yeah. like, to your family, especially oh, you if you're the, a kid like Bobby. We yeah. would make we would Dustin. I, I was a little bit. Yeah, like, Bobby. make menus. Dustin and I would make menus, and Dustin liked to cook. Yeah, and I like and I served. <laughs> yeah, I used to do like that kind of thing. I was it was always pancakes or eggs. I like how Bobby like like interjects this like seamless like conversation as he's yeah. serving. Peggy yeah, yeah, yeah. Super polite like yeah. banter. Yeah. Cause, like Peggy's like fucking bitching about like Bill being over for dinner. Oh, after last night, it is a miracle I have my appetite back at all. I just don't see why Bill must ruin all of our dinners. Personally, I could live without him. Me too. Shame on you both. <laughs> yeah. I like how uh I like how Hank brings up uh Rick Calhoun here. <laughs> Peggy, a little more than twenty years ago, I set Arlen High's single season rushing record. Sure I had legs like a jackrabbit, but Bill Dotrieve <laughs> blocked for me. And the running back who forgets his front line, that's the man I wouldn't want to have to dinner. Shame on you. Shame on you both. And like Vouching as I did play running back. This <laughs> this relationship with your old lineman is very real thing. Like, you, they, they make the hole for you and you run through it. If you don't run through it, you're the idiot. You gotta do yeah. your job. Who was yours? Um, I had actual multiple. Do but, you have them over for dinner? Uh, <laughs> Are they not, suicidal? Not, I mean, he might listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if he wants a shout out. Loja? Loja. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking awesome. Was gonna be. Also, Mike Taylor. They were both they both pulled for me. It was great. Nice. That's awesome. And Hank's like so true, right? Like you'll see uh uh like NFL running backs when they when they have really good seasons, they'll buy like their whole line like Rolex watches or vacations or oh, something or like yeah. cars. Like you can't like they they're like You take what? care of those boys, they take care of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's you, a, it you is have a moment for we get a second dinner with Bill, and this one, there's a whole new element involved because he's brought a common or a green iguana. I love uh, Hank's uh, first line. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, Here you go, darling. Come on. Come on. Eat up. So, uh, were they all out of dogs there, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and of course, uh, Bill's got to defend it because he's going through uh, just I don't know another crisis, and this is his response. No, no, iguanas are very trendy these days. You see them in uh, cigar bars, <laughs> movie stars. Come on, come on, Lenore. I like how cigar bars is like a place, but then he's just like movie stars, <laughs> <laughs> and like. Uh, they don't make good pets. They're they're very moody. I actually have a personal story about an iguana. Tell it. <laughs> um, or do you want a iguana facts before? Hit me with your yeah, shot. the facts. <laughs> okay, so I got like quite a bit of facts, so I'll pepper it off pretty pretty quickly, just so you get an idea of iguanas. There are several types of iguana, but the most common is the green iguana, which is one of the largest iguanas in the Americas. They average about six point five feet long. Their tail alone can make up half their body length. They are mainly found in the rainforests of Mexico, Central America, the Caribbean, and Brazil, mostly in tree canopies or near water. Although their bodies are considered stout, they are very fast and agile creatures. They can even swim and hold their breath underwater for about 30 minutes. I guess it's not like holding their breath, but they can survive underwater for 30 minutes. 
which is pretty crazy. They have sharp serrated teeth, and they do a tail whip for defense, uh, which, like, if you have an iguana on your shoulder, they will whip your face with their tail. <laughs> Does your defense fall? They're so freaky looking. Like, Fuck just, off. Not oh my God. <laughs> You've learned type matches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, whenever their tail is caught, it can detach and they can regrow it again as a defense mechanism as well. So they're social, found together, but they still battle for that alpha position. Uh, some of them, most of them, make awful pets because they can be m- very moody. They're not normally found in, like, you know, America, but a lot are found in Florida for some reason. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, Texas and Florida both are pretty close to Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there was feral populations in, uh, the Grand Valley, or, uh, the real Grand Valley of Texas, and also some of the Hawaiian Islands. They've, mm-hmm. uh... Oh, really? Been, they popped up there. They can't though, be native there. No, no, no. And, like, there's, like, like you can face up for, like, three years in jail, like, a $200,000 fine if you get caught importing these things but somebody still has been doing it, and they're on, I think, two out of the, how, how many islands there? In the Hawaiian in Islands? Hawaii. I think there's four. Yeah, so there's two of Hawaii. them. There's a lot of Hawaii. money uh, in important guanas uh, <laughs> out there. Yeah. 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 Waikiki, no, that's like, Hawaii. Bill's, I, don't, I don't understand, like, the whole exotic pet thing, like, especially it's if so, it's a lizard. It's the same like, thing with the tigers. Something. They want to feel special. Like yeah. I want to feel top tier citizen because I, I got special animals. I do say I don't understand it, but um, my brother uh, had an iguana when Which we were one? little. Nick. Uh, um, no way. I don't know if I ever told you guys. For some reason, this. I assumed it would be Tyler. No, it was Nick. Well, it was. Tyler I guess it was it kind of the family crackers. iguana, but like I was very young. I was only about five. So well, Tyler got the duck. I don't know so. if I never told you this or not. No, like, I didn't. Never knew you had. Yeah, an my brother had an iguana called Rocky. We still have the bowl for it. <laughs> <laughs> is it engraved? Yeah, it says Rocky on it. Like my grandma painted it. Okay. okay. Rocky. <laughs> it gets worse. Um. So my dad, I, I assume it, my I was like four or five, so I barely remember. But my dad built like a a glass cage for it, and it had like a, it was probably like about a like greenhouse. Yeah, it was small. It was like the size of like a small closet. Okay. Like a very small closet. And like, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it had like, um, like a little tree branch in there and it had its, it had its To food. imitate its natural habitat. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I was about. lots of controversy over iguana habitats, but we'll talk about So I, I, it was about like, yeah, I was about five and like, keep in mind, I was five. I was messing around and I was like, Throwing for fun, no, for fun, because I, I thought I could play with it, oh, and I it was on his top, bra- it's on like the top branch. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll scare it, you know, because my brother <laughs> used to scare me, like just be like, poo, and I'd be like, you know. So I thought it was a game, so I fucking scared it. It freaked. <laughs> it like got all startled, fell, and died. What? <laughs> yeah. And like I, I ran away. I never told anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. And then like, my, my, your mom listens to this, doesn't she? Yeah, no. I told them like years later. Oh, okay. But like, my family came home and they're like, the iguana's dead. And like, I don't know. It was kind of like you're not. You're that like maybe to an iguana. You so were like, like maybe the bird scared it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, I think I saw Tyler messing around with the iguana. <laughs> that is yeah, and I know I killed an iguana by accident, and like I felt bad about it, but well, I was afraid to tell anyone. I totally thought. About it, I'm sure makes you feel better. I totally yeah. thought you were just gonna say like its tail fell off <laughs> and you freaked out. No, I freaked it out because I remember it like got all startled and <laughs> fell down. And oh my like, god. Oh no. no. Were, you, were you pretty upset like as a five year old? I don't remember. I just remembered being like 
afraid people would find out. And like, I didn't, I don't know. They, I, I never five, liked the iguana because I was like, Ugh, like, don't. At five, I feel like you'd be, yeah, more scared that you get in trouble than yeah. understand what's like death a dog is. or something. I'm sure I'd care, but an iguana, like. It's the thing. Those things are fucking, like, when you go to those resorts in Mexico, there's always one just, like, rooting around by the pool. And it's like, who yeah. fucking let this thing in? <laughs> like, I didn't pay. It's just chilling in a chair with I, some sunglasses. Well, it is, dude. I didn't pay 1500 bucks to come down here yeah. and be fucking hanging out with this lizard. <laughs> and there's always those idiots who well, want to take very, pictures with it. They're very trendy now. Well, Bill's, yeah. Bill's not wrong. In 1995, there was 800,000 iguanas imported into the U.S. That's wow. like, like... They were so where, trendy Where is like their native habitat? Like South America? 800,000? Uh, Mexico, Caribbean, oh, okay. uh, That's like America, a lot. And then uh, South Brazil. America. I don't like lizards at all. Like, <laughs> I like Flick. Reptiles are... Yeah, he's cool. But uh, reptiles, they, they have their own personalities. But uh, what I was going to mention is that I think Bill's getting a little mistaken because, like, iguanas, like, I don't think they're found in cigar I bars. Iguanas. They are found on cigar boxes because you can get a box of Thompson cigar iguanas for about 60 bucks. You get 20 cigars, and it's, like, iguana branded. That sounds like brand they're horrible them. cigars. I'd rather have a box of cigars than an actual iguana. Plus, Nathan would probably just kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun fact. To bring us back to the episode, everybody's pretty freaking freaked out by the iguana because, I mean, A, he named it Lenore, which... Oh, know, well, that actually him. freaks people out because of Bill. Because <laughs> yeah. Bill's lost his mind, not the iguana's And mind. then, um, I mean, also, I don't want to brush over this, but, like, he makes Luann get up and leave. Oh, my God, oh, I wanted yeah. to talk about this part. Should his I? face... <laughs> <laughs> You named it Lenore? Well, yeah. I, I thought he looked like a Lenore. I think he's just not very hungry right now. I mean, with so many new people. Uh, should I leave? Thank you. <laughs> he makes, like, such a weird face at Luann. He does make a weird face. Like, his eyes are, like, really wide. It's, like, a really weird, yeah. It's... And, and, but, uh... So Luann leaves, and then he says that he's not hungry, uh, but he pulls out a cockroach. It's like a cricket, I think. Some, I mean, yeah, whatever it is. Some kind of bug. And I did a little research, and, like, the iguanas are herbivores, and they're not meant to eat insects. They usually eat leaves. Like, leaves is what they eat kind of uh, exclusively. And so they're not supposed to be eating, like, protein like that. So... Must have been starving. This is an Ijuana, though. <laughs> yeah, this is an Ijuana. <laughs> Don't worry, it's dead. <laughs> it's, its legs start moving. Lenore jumps onto the table, and everyone just kind of puts their hands or their their face in their hands. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those times that you were talking about that we don't have stock footage or stock shot. We get cool angles, like we get the uh -huh. angle from the cockroach up at the Hill family. The quite, uh, almost a Tarantino-esque shot. Yeah, I, the I trunk thought. shot, right? It's the trunk shot. So that was kind of cool to see. The next scene, Hank and Peggy are... Pe Hank's getting ready. They're getting ready for bed, and Peggy's making it known that she does not want Bill anywhere near the family dinners for the rest of this holiday season. I cannot eat another meal with Bill at our dinner table. Why? Bill seemed a lot happier tonight. Honey, that Ijuana is a cry for help. A hissing, disease-ridden cry for help. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, the <laughs> and uh, the man making that cry for help knocks on the door. Oh my god, it's oh so funny. God. Like I don't know if you noticed this little bit. Like Luann knock. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luann knock. I had a bad dream. Oh, Bill? I dreamt that Lenore came back and stole Lenore. And then Lenore drove off with Lenore, and I ran down the street after him, and I yelled, Lenore! Lenore! And then my teeth fell out. Peggy, you were there. <laughs> Can I sleep in your living room? Yeah. I mean, yes, Bill. <laughs> I hate it when he says Lenore. It, I don't like it. it upsets me. Fuck, I laugh so hard when Peggy's like, you have 24 hours to get me out of that man's <laughs> dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Bill just has to throw that in. Peggy, I mean, there. like, yeah, Bill's like, um, or, uh, like, Hank's obviously, like, the best friend in the world. anyone could ask for in this episode, but you do feel for Peggy, like, yeah. Uh, if you're in Peggy's shoes, I'd be like, oh my god. Like, Whoa, I, and mean, I mean, like, it's, like it's, she's not, like, being bad. She's just like, she, I don't want him over. Like, she just wanted to. No, she's him. a horrible person. <laughs> think she so? Yeah, I think she is. She is. She thinks it's breakthrough of her to feel bad for Bill after everything that's happened to her. Mm-hmm. She's a horrible person. But at this we'll, point, we'll get there. I think at, this at, I'm special. just saying, if I were there, if I were, you know, if it were you me, and Ma- you I would be like, yeah, I get it. Like he's going through a hard time, but like I'd be like, I'm getting tired of this. I think it's less severe at this point in the episode, it is. like because he hasn't. Um, well, he hasn't he attempted hasn't, suicide yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hasn't. Yeah. That's a good point too. So because just, like later on, after he attempts, you can see how serious the situation. Now it's just like, fuck that guy. Like, let's can we have dinner without him? True. Yeah. But I mean, like at the same time, it's not like he. It's not like the iguana like pissed on the dinner table yet. Okay. If you brought an iguana <laughs> over to my place for dinner, like I'd probably like be like, I don't. Like, what if I was going through table. a mental breakdown? <laughs> not at the table. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, when it's your own. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so uh, the following evening, we're back in the alley again. Uh, Dale and Boomha are nowhere to be found. It's Hank and Bill. Bill polishes off his beer, pats his stomach a few times, and suggests that uh, they should head into the Hills house for dinner. Shall we? Shall we? <laughs> but uh, Hank, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hank say, "Uh, no." <laughs> because uh, he wants to have dinner just the family tonight and uh, Bill is And Luann. And Luann. And Bill is very quick to uh say he likes eating alone. He actually prefers it. No offense to the whole family. Yeah, he, he takes yeah. me like a I love when No, I love it. Yeah. It's just like, why don't you just stay home and practice being happy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, how do you do that? But uh and Yeah, then, like what's Bill supposed to do? He's like <laughs> He's got nothing to be Oh happy man, about. a poor bastard. But uh it's uh it's cool because now we get kind of like a, a almost a comparison shot between uh, the the Hill family dinner and and Bill's dinner. And Peggy's like, even the food tastes better. Yeah, I I was like, yeah, I, I wrote down like a few notes. Like the Hills dinner is like just so relaxed. It feels so wholesome, and like it's um, also in the kitchen and not the dining room, I which I thought that. was an interesting. Uh, I guess because there's just four decision. of them. It does remind me of like those wholesome family moments you have where you're just like, that was nice. Like, <laughs> 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 it's 
like yeah. nobody's fighting. Everyone's getting along yeah. and saying the right thing. And, and it's always like, in hindsight. No one's a, no one's annoying <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, and like the way uh, Hank sits, like when he's like, "Did I ever?" He's like so relaxed and like he, he is. Yeah. yeah, they're really enjoying themselves. And like, obviously, like in contrast to like Bill's dinner. Well, like it's funny because like, like Hank's talking about a spaghetti western and and. Bill's oh, cooking never, up some spaghetti. Yeah. Then I, I mean, I, I have to think probably not. But I liked your, uh, I liked your attempt there. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, we see, we see Bill and his only dishes. He's got one cup, one fork, and one plate. <laughs> and well, no, no plates. <laughs> oh, it's just so sad. Reminds me of something Nathan told me when I moved in. <laughs> Don't keep so many dishes. You just have to wash them. <laughs> and, okay, like, I, I, get, I get sad bachelor dinners. Like, I, I'm there right now. <laughs> Are you going to... I hope you're going to say what I'm thinking. Like, I, I'm going to be honest here, fellas. I have made spaghetti by just, like... Making the spaghetti, pour it on the sauce, not even heating up the sauce, you just pour it on and let the spaghetti heat up the sauce and eat it. But I have never put spaghetti on the counter. You never put it on the counter? Well, no, just, and I've never drank spaghetti out of the jug. I mean, there's no reason to. But, like, pot just put it I'm in the considered. fucking pot. Like, pour the sauce into the pot and then eat it out of the pot. Like, yeah, that's what I I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he's so depressed, he can't even think that. Like, why yeah. would you bring it out and slap it on the counter? Because that's like, what he's worth. like three huge gulps of pasta sauce. I don't know, it just says <laughs> meat. The ratio from yeah. bite to sauce is way off. It just yeah. says meat sauce on it. And there's like a little cartoon of an old granny. Yeah. Like, and you can just hear him like chugging it. Oh, it's disgusting. And uh, and like I said, we get a nice comparison. And, and Hank's doing his uh, Clint Eastwood impression. And I sat through about like, I just like Googled like uh, Clint Eastwood one-liners and watched about 15, 20 minutes. And like, he's got it bang on. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, you mentioned that it may have been a Western and I just would like to point out that uh, it probably was not because... Just well, based on the context? Well, just based on propane. I think any movie Hank would write would be like a Western by default. Except, <laughs> except... I don't think he could help. Except how would you have a cowboy be like that propane tank's empty when there's no propane tanks? I think it was a Dirty Harry reference. <laughs> and then the Clint Eastwood character would say, "That propane tank is empty." <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good movie? It, you know, it's like how many bullets did I fire? Like, how many propane tanks are been juiced? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I think I it's a. Uh, yeah. uh, I just wanted to ask. Like, we could go off about Clint Eastwood. I should have another time to give the whole history of one of the greatest, one of the former greatest American yeah. actors. Um, which one is your, what's your favorite movie directed or oh, starring Clint Eastwood? Well, I like, uh, Gran Torino. Yeah, that's your so, favorite one well, ever? That's it's just kind of, have you seen one. it again? I mean, it's not, really fucking cheesy. Like, I saw it when I was, it? like, 12, and I'm like, oh, this is really, and then you but watch it. When what's, you're like, there's the... There's the trilogy of westerns, like any which way, the but man. oh, any which way, the but bad and the ugly. Which no, the wait. those the yeah. Which is the name of the other the one with the one. monkey? Those are there's <laughs> two of them. There's any which way you can, any which way but loose. Right. Or any which way but loose, any which way you can, I believe. Right. I don't know. It's like he, he's my dad's favorite. I think he's a lot of dad's favorite. So like I didn't, my dad like, I didn't watch a ton of them, but I just saw a lot of them because my dad he doesn't yeah. watch a lot of movies, but those are the ones that like at I our do, cabin we have a ton on VHS. I that, do like him. But, like, I don't know if I ever... I did, like, Dirty Harry. 
Don't, you'll know the name of this one when I start to describe it. It's like it's a longer title. It has a person's name the in it. The Josie Wales. Thank you, Josie Wales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that one's my favorite. I like that one. Yeah, that's also our dad's favorite. He loves that. He, well, he, he loves Hang 'em. That was the one that he wanted. Oh, Hang 'em High. That's that's. I think that's the one I know the best. That's a good one. The cattle cattle rustlers. Yeah. Yeah. I like I I them when, black widders. <laughs> I, I, you know when as as the rest of the world when Red Dead Revolver Three came out, I went ahead and I watched all the Clint Eastwood westerns that I could find. But my favorite's always been uh, uh, Dirty Harry. Right. My favorite's always Dirty. Uh-oh. You do like that. Really like that theme to the Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Oh yeah. And like for the last like um, the Ramones concerts, like the last like ten years of their career. They like opened at all their concerts with that theme. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's like Sweet. it's really cool. That is nice. Very cool. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, while you think, we are gonna go back to this episode we're talking about because what what do you do when you're practicing to be happy? You go spy on your neighbors <laughs> and watch them have dinner and love each other. Well, well to be fair, he is watching happy people. Yeah, yeah so, that's actually like, a good point. But it makes him very <laughs> sad. So sad that he's got to go grab the ten footer. And he can obviously tell that they're having a better time without him than they were like last night. Well, yeah, because he night. was there and he knows. And he was ruining their fun. <laughs> and like now he's not there, and like everyone's like happy that is like that kind of really hits home to like you are not it's also interesting just because like the where bill's house is and where bill would be and where the kitchen is it makes more sense that the family's in the kitchen rather than the dining room yeah he's got a better viewpoint yeah from the alley to the oh, oh, it's intentional yeah. but it's just struck it does make sense mm-hmm. but uh, uh bill logistically for some reason, Hank's got his garage door open. Bill immediately uh, prowls in there. I imagined Bill opened I actually it. noticed there's a lot of, like, open doors in this episode. Like, well, Hank build... just goes into Bill's yeah. house. Yeah, lots. Bill just waltzes into Hank's. The garage. And there's one more moment. At the yeah. same time, whenever they're being robbed, they just assume it's Dale. <laughs> so, why not? I don't it? know how safe of a community, like... Arlen is meant to be like is it meant to be like it's pretty, pretty safe. safe well, it's, it's like anything with it's all uh, all inclusive community. If it needs to be safe, it's safe for an episode. If it yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that's a good point. And um, because uh, Bill can't do anything right, when he steals the ladder, he pulls down Hank's Christmas lights, and he's like, "Oh dang it! Uh, I'm dang. gonna go put these up right now," uh, and finds his ladder missing. My ten footer's gone, Dale, or Bill. Probably Dale. <laughs> we see Hank putting his lights up, and he looks across the way, and he sees Bill. <laughs> also putting up his lights. No, I think he's fixing a satellite oh, dish. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most pathetic attempt. You see him kind of, like, shuffle over the gutter and, like, put his legs first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all he was going to get was, like, a twisted ankle or whatever yeah, it is. Ten I feet. don't know what... They were thinking, yeah, because he sits on the roof, so he's yeah. not like he's like rolls off. What's yeah. you doing there, Bill? Satellite dish trouble? No, nah, I'm just up here to kill myself. What? It's a two. It's a like a one. It's a floor. one story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're not yeah. getting anywhere. Hank, well, Hank, Hank makes jumps the same off. I mean, jump. yeah. first of all, he stole the ladder. And in do in so doing, he like messed up the lights. I think both of those things are to get. Hank to come out. He doesn't jump until Hank's up there and notices him, and he tells Hank what he's about to do. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. It's like a cry for help. It's just him asking for help. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> but I mean, 
I was also the like breaking his I was kind of wondering. Well, I, just... I think denim is right, but like, I don't think like the censors or whatever would like allow for like any more serious of like an attempt. Like if he was like if you even like saw a noose or something, I don't think that would fly on TV. Well, I mean, we will get to the the next attempt when he's with Boomhauer. Yeah, <laughs> and I was. I mean, I will just because you just because you did mention you brought the censors. Um, this they, is one episode I was 100% waiting for Hank to pull up on his mower at the end and say, like, a suicide helpline. Oh, yeah. But Oh, yeah. Because like, they take some other shit pretty seriously. And like, I feel, showing a butt? Like, that one, yeah, and the... Smoking. The smoking, it wasn't it the... Wasn't it the... Nudity. The, wasn't it... What was the one to do with Budasak? Uh, yeah. Just oh, racism. Yeah. Racism, yeah. yeah. Just it's a fine butt. But you're yeah, right. that's a good point. But I, also, like every every suicide attempt, like is like a cartoony, like silly, like yeah. Never... But the subject matters still. But the subject matters obviously very serious. I mean, right? it's very obvious who we all feel sorry for. You know who I feel sorriest <laughs> for in all this, Bill. She's a horrible person. Yeah, yeah. That's a horrible thing to say. Be, and it's not a horrible thing to say, but it's a horrible thing that you had to realize that. Somebody's advice though. Bill should definitely see a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. Like, well, I mean if Maggie was in charge, like it would be better because like Bill would just see someone. Uh, but he's he's just suicidal. He's not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Bill would fall in love with his psychiatrist. Oh my god, he would. He I would. mean, like, let's, he, he would just ask to role play. He works in the fucking military. He can't afford a psychiatrist. Um, but I, there's <laughs> one, there's something more important yeah. that I wanted to touch on in this scene, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but like they're obviously all kind of huddled out in the in Rainy Street, like in the middle of the street. Um, while Bill's all forlorn on the footsteps. Just sitting there like a child being yeah. disciplined. <laughs> I want some candy. He wants another Cody. He wants another Cody. But uh, what I notice is that everybody on Rainy Street is wearing fucking sweet jackets. The yeah. boggle jacket. Yeah. And, and the jean jacket from uh, Halloween. Exactly. Yeah, nice plaids, too, I think. Well, see, I... Boomhauer's got a cooler jacket on later. I have become quite interested in jackets, and... Um, Dale's jacket really... It's the total wrong time of year for that. I know. But, um, I just, there's a lot of tights jackets. Yeah, there is. And they all have all fun names. And I was trying to find out what, uh, Dale's jacket would be called. And then, like, I looked through, like, like a jacket database. Looking through, like... Find the, me the William Gibson bomber jacket. Uh, I want that. you know what? That would be cool. Um, but I looked through all of them and I found out, yeah, you're right. Hank's got the jean jacket. Peggy's got the, the Letterman, the Boggle Letterman. Uh, Boomhauer's wearing a sports coat. Pretty classic. Is it the same one as he is in the next one? Uh, and I'm not the, exactly the, sure. I, th I think it's different. I think the Uglies one is different. Unless it's red, then it's, it's the same blue. sports coat. But uh, Nancy's got like a bomber jacket on, which is pretty sweet. And then uh, Dale's, I thought it was a duster, but it's actually a men's utility jacket. You can tell by the pockets. <laughs> and it looks pretty sweet, and he wears it a couple times in this episode, and it's the first time that we see him wear this jacket. And I thought it was pretty cool. It's like a cargo shorts, but it's a jacket. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's also like uh, sometimes referenced as like a military jacket, but it's not just right. that style. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. It's probably a Soviet surplus. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Something like that. So Desert Storm, though. So Desert Storm. <laughs> 
But, uh, of course, uh, they're discussing uh, who's going to watch Bill because now he's on suicide watch. Now, Dale, you make your own hours, so you take the day shift. I'll take nights. Boom hour, late afternoon to early evening. Can I have another codeine, please? Quiet, Bill. We're trying to do something here. <laughs> Dale oh, makes man. his own schedule. <laughs> like, he doesn't work, man. All he does is spray lawns, and it's only for those four dudes, like, including himself. That's true. I love I love <laughs> That is awesome. But uh it's kinda nice that all the friends do at least sign up at first. Yeah. <laughs> but this Dale. I love how dismissive he's <laughs> we're trying to figure something out. We're trying to do something. Here, yeah, it's man. not even like <laughs> he's just sitting there with his arm and if his he sling. was like just stay out of it. <laughs> it's like we're trying to keep you alive <laughs> and so uh, i guess uh it's uh hanks uh takes it upon himself to tuck bill into bed well hanks got the night shifts yeah. um and so i like, guess he just does the first hank starts like the i guess the second after this little powwow they have yeah he's on babysitting bill and duty. he must hide the knife <laughs> that shouldn't be there <laughs> and uh and yeah i guess he's just uh and then he just maybe suggests that Bill gets some sleep. All I do is sleep. I guess I'm just getting in practice, huh? For the big, long sleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want another beer, Nate? I could crack that second Clamato we got. Hey, head. I, could, I could say with, like, a pretty, one like, 100% certainty that that line was the hardest i've laughed since we've been doing this <laughs> like rewatching it like these episodes with a purpose really? i laughed so fucking hard and hank's like that's the best what he's ever done <laughs> it's an honest because it's also like just extended like a half second longer and it's like less like deep it's just yeah, ugh, like he's it, disgusted at the same time one, right? yeah the other ones do sound well, more he, like yeah. a catchphrase he's genuinely shocked he's, and disgusted yeah, he's like yeah. so uncomfortable with like this kind of thing but like exactly. he's doing his best because like it's his friend obviously. and bill's so fucking dramatic the big long sleep like nobody <laughs> says that <laughs> that's so good oh, and then uh so obviously going to sleep isn't gonna work so he's gonna suggest maybe that he gets a beer come Come on, Bill. How about a beer? Beer's a depressant, Hank. Don't go blaming the beer. <laughs> Bill is a depressant. <laughs> and then when, when Hank goes to get the beer... Yeah, Bill puts on the next show of turning the oven on and sticking his head in it. Uh, it's getting pretty hot. Yeah, Hank. It's not a gas stove. Yeah, it's Hank has to drop his beer in Bill's living room, run back in there, and yank him out of there. Yeah, it just throws him in the bed. <laughs> and I was thinking at this point, you know, like, they're already past him having any kind of sling or fracture. Bro. Well, yeah, he has the sling, and then, like, after he puts him, the, like, the sling does disappear. He throws him into the bed. Yeah. I noticed it, too, because the way he threw him into the bed, I was like, uh, what? That's going to hurt his arm. Like, that's going to hurt yeah. your arm, because he was face down. Yeah. And I'm, I totally didn't and notice. It, well, nobody else. There was no yeah, sling. Like, he again. has his sling when he sticks his head in the oven. And then when Hank throws him in the bed, he doesn't have it. It's a quick six-week recovery. Uh, <laughs> Bill's just milking it, probably. Um, yeah, but I mean, also, it doesn't... I mean, I guess you, we assume he went to the... <laughs> he had the sling purchased. <laughs> <laughs> Did he already have the codeine? Maybe. He I probably has a lot of codeine. I, I thought that that was... Uh, um, 
prescription stuff in the states. But I, I could think, be wrong. I think it is. I don't think because here we can buy codeine. Heroin. Oh I fuck yeah! I got a cl- I got a bunch of it. You need some? <laughs> yeah. Have you gone yeah. through his medicine cabinet? He's got loads. Yeah. <laughs> if Nathan would have listened to last episode, you can buy it, but you can't. Uh, but you can't buy it in the states. Well, um, okay. just like over the counter. At least I thought. Um, yeah, my mom's no friend idea. always needs us to bring it to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, I know. Drugs like that, like, are a lot cheaper up here. Yeah. Well, prescription drugs are, but yeah. it's not considered prescription. What are you looking about? T threes are. <laughs> I thought that's what codeine was. T three. Tylenol ones and twos also have codeine. They just oh. have less. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Let's all do some codeine. <laughs> So the fuck are we? Oh. Hank's actually trying to get Bill ready for bed, and so he, he tries to get on some uh, pajamas, I believe. He's got like uh Hey, what are these funny, <laughs> fancy ones? <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of the Tim Allen Santa Claus, like what he wears. Those are just bright red silk pajamas. I like the way silk feels on my skin. Silk is for pantyhose, Bill. <laughs> They're all I got. You've got a wife. Come on. <laughs> See, like no, at this at this point, I thought that Bill was talking about like I thought he was like, "This is all I've got of Lenore." Like, I thought they were Lenores. <laughs> I think it's the softest thing he's got to feel. Just yeah. a little comfort. It's the closest yeah. thing to like to a, a human a skin, female like <laughs> softness he's got. Yeah, it's sad. And uh, Denim, correct me if I'm wrong. But there was some mention that you thought that the song that is playing while Hank and Bill have their montage is similar to a very popular TV theme. So it why don't we... It's reminiscent of, yeah, for so, sure. So let's, uh, let's take a little listen here. Rinse. listening at home why don't you let them think about it for a second and then tell them what does that sound like it well i mean in this particular moment hank and bill are certainly acting as an odd couple yeah i can hear that I think this was on right before Sanford and Son. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've never seen this show, but I have seen Sanford and Son. The Odd Couple? It's Sanford and uh, Son. Sanford, Sanford and Son I've seen. Odd Couple I've never really seen. This like this sort of stuff reminds me like how fun it must be to be like in one of that red rooms. Like, hey, when they're doing this, let's just do a little Odd Couple rip. Right? You know, yeah. <laughs> That, that would be uh, tons of fun. But you're right. I think it sounds very, very similar. It is, yeah. And I do think it is in reference to, because they kind of are being an odd couple. Totally. Well, that's uh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that we get to end that scene with Bill smashing his head in the bedside table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that he does. Um, and the following day, it's Dale's uh, first time on 
on watch. And it's a little different. Uh, basically, he's just got Bill pinned to his chair. He's got a loaded rifle, shotgun, whatever it is, in his hands. And uh, Bill's not even allowed to go tinkle. It's kind of funny. Not on like, Dale's watch. It's like the, he's watching him so he doesn't commit suicide. And his threat kill is going to kill him. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, but it's also know. like the most manageable we see Bill in the fucking episode. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he does not doubt for a second that Dale will kill him so, if he gets up. Well, it's kind of obvious that he doesn't really want to die. He's just very sad. It is. And it's fu- the funniest thing is that Dale, the one who's all who's counting him out the entire time, yeah. doesn't dead. doesn't yeah. see this as a threat. There's like it's, he's not he doesn't like make the connection of oh, yeah, he doesn't make like, the connection that his threat is really ultimately what Bill is yeah pretending to go for. Dale yeah. calls his bluff but doesn't realize it. Yes, oh, that's yeah. what I was looking to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. And then it's, we we move along, right? Yeah, it's a very short uh, short scene, and then we see Boomhauer's watch, and Boomhauer is not going to give up one second of womanizing. Yeah, that's why he takes <laughs> Bill Bill down to Ugly's cowboy saloon and the late afternoon to early yeah, shifts. Yeah, so uh, Boomhauer is out doing his thing on the dance floor, and Bill is trying to talk to the bartender. <laughs> <Who> <laughs> walks away. Immediately walks away when he says it's that. In the background, like Boomhauer is like making out. With <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Oh man, and like. Do we not know it as Ugly Saloon and Country Dancing? Isn't that what we know it as? Yep. And it was only called uh, Ugly Saloon and Ugly's Cowboy Saloon. Now yeah. it's okay. We'll get names. we'll get this if you change it every two months, then the health inspector doesn't get to inspect. <laughs> gotcha. That makes That's sense. Um, but uh, I think I have. Uh, I don't know if you noticed like the specifics of the line that he's trying to tell the bartender, but it's. That him and Lenore used to come and watch other people dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lenore and I used to come here and watch people dance like that. (laughs) He just kind of speeds up like three words into it. Oh, yeah, you, she left. (laughs) (laughs) And so he gets so sad uh, watching, you know, Boomhauer suck face. That he's got to go run into oncoming traffic. I love yeah. this this like cut too, just like how it's like right up there, and then it turns <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah, so obviously the semi doesn't hit him, and it's it's nowhere near. It yeah, lands on a big honk. He's like, a honk it is, it is like, like I'm turning left. Yeah, it's way ahead. Uh, and, and then uh, Boomhauer, uh, you know, eventually comes and pulls him off the street and back into safety. And he's wearing a blue. Uh, blazer or sport jacket or yeah, something here yeah, at this point yes he is yeah so the next scene um we just see like dale and dale and boomhauer talking to hank and like dale and boomhauer have had enough like they don't want to do this anymore i can't keep this up it's not in my nature to care about others yeah man a little routine man i'm talking about no free time man work bill work bill work bill man i'm that bullet my own head man <laughs> See, I, I thought that was interesting because it was only a couple episodes ago, uh, Nine Pretty Darn Angry Men, where Boomhauer alludes that he's on workers' comp through a settlement. And now, two episodes later, he's working all the time. Yeah. I because thought... that was my favorite theory about what Boomhauer did, was that he just got on, he got hurt on the yeah, job. Like, yeah. He got a settlement and he still gets tax free workers' comp. Like, <laughs> that makes the most sense. I mean, it's, you know, like, he, he is hard to understand at times. It's possible that he was just a quote, equating work to Bill. <laughs> saying that now he's got to work. I guess so. Yeah, it, that could make sense. But either way, Bill and Dale are both, or sorry, Dale and Boomhauer are both totally fed off of spending their and free time I with do, Bill. I do want to point out that, uh, first of all, Dale 
showed no amount of care for others in his hours with Bill. But Boomhauer, I would, I mean, Boomhauer's a man of very few words, but Boomhauer still got to go to Uglies, and he still got to make out with some women at Uglies. Yeah, yeah. And his life didn't change that much. His life didn't change that much. And on top of that, I'd like to point out that he did bring Bill out, you know, like yeah, that's yeah. like a big step in helping them. Like that's a cool, nice thing. Like what Boomhauer is doing, like Dale's just played up for laughs, like him. Yeah. But like Boomhauer is like, yeah, he's taking him out, like probably like forcing him to do stuff he might Which not I mean, be ready is... to. But it's been seven years. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean at least Boomhauer is not just watching him yeah, <laughs> with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, that is a really really good point. And then. uh Got to take him for a ride in his nice Mopar. And, but yeah, I still true. don't think that it lives up to the amount of friendship that Hank's showing. Yeah, and Hank, Hank's just like, yeah, I guess I'll take your shifts. Like, well, yeah, like, fuck, he, like he, he's going to take work off to cover 24-7. <laughs> and that's watch. a busy propane time. Yeah, yeah he, he hates taking time off all during the, the holidays. Re- uh, the retirement homes. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing before we jump scenes, how Dale's wearing... The silk pajama top. Oh, like, yes. Bill, what are you wearing? Nothing. <laughs> That's Bill's pajama top. He's as good as dead. What's the difference? <laughs> I mean, He's I'm sure. Totally written him off. Sure, silk feels good on your skin, but you don't want to wear Bill's Dude, I, pre-worn. Yeah, I actually don't shirt. like the way silk and feels. And can I? I'm gonna give you some. <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys some insight. Don't wear silk under anything. It's silk and silk only. I had none. silk underwear. Yeah, don't <laughs> wear it. I'm sure you hated it and had the same issues I had. I loved what it. Were your issues? Or it's just too soft, right? Like it slides. No, it's like. Well, Did like you get a boner? No. Did you get a boner? <laughs> Did you get too many no. boners? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've never actually had silk Mega underwear. Wedgies. I don't know. I never noticed. Oh, I got bad ones. Really? I'm a cotton man myself. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't bunch up, but silk it does. It, it was yeah. funny because I had like I had like they were like silk like Simpsons Christmas boxers I got yeah. in like. For Christmas one year, and then like I just kept wearing them all year round because <laughs> they were the only like silk boxers I had. They were quite, quite comfortable. I thought I didn't never I didn't know wedgies was a thing. Yeah, it would go like it was one of those wedgies where it went so high up that your underwear's uh, like your butt cheek showing. Oh, no, oh, I, I had that one. So I don't wear them anymore. <laughs> like they became chaps. <laughs> yeah, they just crawled into the chaps. You, you became like really was... popular in the locker room. Oh, wow, no, I never. I, I have another issue with it, but I don't think it's appropriate for air. Well, there mean... was no button on the front bit, so it was yeah. just an open flap. So you're. <laughs> I don't understand that. Never call it that again. <laughs> I don't understand the we like. Bleep it out. I don't understand the o- the open. Uh, like fly in boxers. I yeah, just who, don't get it. Who the fuck would rather undo that little button than just pull it down? I mean, like, I don't know. Like, the button is fine because at least it doesn't. Yeah, like, nobody actually uses uh, the pee hole. The, the like, I do if I have, like, I do if it's I elasticated. Like, I do if I have, like, buttoned my shirt in and, like, t- if it's, like, a button yeah. up and tucked it in, like, I mean, if I'm I in, like... Probably what it's designed for, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that is. There are certain situations, and, yeah, I think most of them are formal. <laughs> but anyway, nobody wants to hear about our 
Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. What was it going to call? What do you want me to use the word? Penis? Yeah. That's how that's what it is. Boring. Johnson. <laughs> what would Hank call it? Uh, it's Howard Johnson. His manhood. Yeah. yeah okay. That's yeah, no, dude. he would have like a really big. Boy, so he says boyhood. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene, uh, after Hank's agreed to take the boys' shifts, uh, he's got to now go ask for work off. And it's, it's a matter of life and death, really. It really is. It really but is. Can I have a beer? You're holding a beer. Wake up, man. <laughs> uh, so this is a, a classic conversation. Buck's really busy, not giving a shit what Hank is saying. He hears that he needs holidays off. He's like, yeah, you're working hard on that party. You invited the whole clientele sheet, and you got to prep <laughs> Big for fish it. and little fish. Yeah. yeah, and he basically just says, you get no more vacation. Mark them off, zero them out, and get out. <laughs> Have Donna zero your vacation days. Damn it, Bill. <laughs> yeah, he's pissed. And now, I don't know. It's like, like the end of the year. He's not going to use I was thinking that. I was wondering, is that so how they, they work? Over. They roll over. They do. Usually it rolls over for yeah. until like May. Like how it. many, like, in like the however long he's been at Strickland, like, I bet he's like used hardly any vacation days. Oh, you're right. I've never he probably, had vacation days. And he did the last use, um, time Bill was on suicide. No, it was, a lo- it was when Hank was on suicide watch. Hank. He wasn't actually, but when he went up to Mom Pa's cabin, the cabin, he went up yeah. and go to the cabin. Oh, he wanted yeah. to go tried charcoal. Taking a personal day. Yeah, oh, he wanted to yeah. open up the Mom Pa. He took he uh, took a personal weekend store. or something. Yeah, he was off for a few time, few days there. That's right, but uh, yeah, so that's a really short scene, and it just kind of shows the sacrifice that Hank's making for Bill, and it hypes up the party again. Because we kind of yeah. forget about the party you're until like, we got all our clients there, big fish, little fish kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. This episode around this next scene, actually, I was like, kind of like remembering that like this episode is barely halfway over. It's just packed so full of like story and character. Yeah, like, there's a lot of beats. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in this one. Yeah, well, definitely. And so like it, it seems like as soon as we get the gist of one, we're into the next. And yeah, Hanks, Hanks, yeah, like just saying he's fed up. He hasn't slept in two uh, days. Have you ever stayed up two days? I haven't slept in two days because that, that would be, be too, too long. long. <laughs> 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 but like, yeah, Hanks said Bill tried to drown himself in the toilet, and then immediately asked for a date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god peggy's like well i would have like i don't know who i could call but like i'd have to tell him the bill would not be there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then he just goes thanks peggy yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to the dinner scene we cut to dinner with peggy's friend and this is uh so we meet uh mrs tobis aka sheila we do meet her here Yes. Okay. I know she's uh, she's voiced by American voice actress Janet Waldo, who started her career way back in 1938. Whoa. Uh, with a whole lot of very small roles, usually uncredited. She's probably like, about 70 or something at the time of recording. Yeah. Very. That, uh, very. Yeah. 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 And you could tell that in her voice. It sounds sounds like an older. Uh, an older. Stop whispering over there. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, she had many small roles up until uh, she got her big break starring in Cecil B. DeMille's uh, Lux radio DeMille. program, oh, wow. which was an hour-long radio program performed in front of studio audiences. This is back in like the 40s or you know whenever it was when radio shows were a, a big, massive thing. 
And she went on to voice uh, Judy Jetson in all versions oh, of the Hanna-Barbera series, oh. The Jetsons, as well. She also played Daughter Pearl Slaghoople on The Flintstones, who was uh, Wilma's mom. Unfortunately, like Barney's she... wife in that show. <laughs> Betty? Betty? Like, yeah. sexually? <laughs> <laughs> She's the prettiest one. <laughs> Ooh, that's a matter of <laughs> Um She's way hotter than Janet me. Waldo uh, passed away uh, in 2016 at the, the age of 97. Uh, her second to last ever voice acting role was this episode. She did one thing oh, other wow. than that. Wow. Do you, not to put you on the spot, do you know what the last thing was? I do not know. Um, but I know that Mrs. Tobis, or sorry, uh, Janet Waldo, her family has very good genes because her sister is still alive and is 101 years old. Wow. And she was a... Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go on. Well, Queen uh, Elizabeth II, her husband just celebrated his 99th birthday. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Prince Albert, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Albert's when you get your cock pierced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was... <laughs> it is. Is it? Is that his name, though, right? Uh, you're the, the monarch, apparently. <laughs> Wow. There's full Philip. That's pretty. F- yeah, it's Philip. It's Philip. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Andrew. Yeah, no, it's Philip. It's, it's Phil. Show he it wants up. to change the subject at him. <laughs> show it. Philip show, just turned nine. Show us your new rod and tackle. <laughs> so, so my question is, uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's your first time meeting a blind date. What is your opening line? They won't let me have a knife. I'm in the middle of killing myself. <laughs> Do you like iguanas, Mrs. Tobis? <laughs> Bill is such a smooth pimp, so seamlessly transitions to the strange little creature on his shoulder. <laughs> Do you like strangely transitions into a proposal also? I, <laughs> I think that's going to be my new uh, opening line on Tinder, is Do you like iguanas? <laughs> I'm not, mine's gonna be I'm not allowed enough because I'm in the middle of killing myself. <laughs> see, th- this lady's a piece of work too, though. Like, when you first cut to her and see her face yeah. dead on straight yeah. up, like, <laughs> she's like, you, you lied to she me. She looks Peggy. like she's like, like one of those like extremely religious people from like the 19th century. Yeah, yeah. she's like, got that brooch. Yeah, that, that painting of like the family with the hand on the shoulder. Oh yeah, the American Gothic. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and she is not happy. You are a gross man. You <laughs> <laughs> bury me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, or like, I love it. She, Bill asks the question. She doesn't answer him directly. She turns to Peggy. and goes, "You lied to me." <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he said Bill wasn't listen, there. Listen to Peggy's excuse as to why she thinks they would get along. Mr. Dotree is a collector of exotic <laughs> reptilia. You collect throw pillows. I have some pillows on my couch, but that doesn't make me insane. <laughs> also, also, Bill doesn't have a collection of exotic reptilia. No, and like, reptilia. And he is crazy. <laughs> Reptilia was a song by the Strokes in 03. It is. It I don't is. think Bill's got that album. Fuck no, he does. No, I mean, it's just like <laughs> five years before that came out. Oh my god, it was. Room on Fire. I was like, um, I must have mixed this episode up with a different one. Because like I think there's another one where Bill gets set up on a blind date. Is it the George and, like, Clooney one? They're like, you said he looked like a fat George Clooney yeah. or something like that. That's and like I kept waiting for that to happen. I was like, no, that's not right. I even like, Rewinded like, it. You thought you might have missed and it was it. like, 
Oh, it's not like there must be another blind. There date is. Episode. I had the same thought because it's one where they go to the place where if you eat like ten bowls of soup, you get everyone's oh, meals yeah, free, yeah, yeah, and Bill's yeah. just eating bowls yeah, of soup. Yeah, like you said, he looked like a fat George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally thought I had like lost where he said pretty pretty dresses too. Like I mm. was waiting for that to become a plot point. Like, but it's just yeah, such a meta. And the, and at this point, he's wearing his best dress. He's got his uh, army barber sergeant uniform on he does yes he's dressed to the nines which makes him look even more fucking insane especially when he's eating spaghetti or whatever it is with a spoon with an iguana on his shoulder, <laughs> shoulder. to answer your question i think iguanas are vile disgusting creatures <laughs> you are a gross <laughs> i love that part well i think we all could use a bath Well, when it's your own. You are a gross man. Sheila. Marry me. Bill. Oh, this is so exciting. We see a great cameo from Ladybird comes in, growls at Lenore. That's right. And uh, I actually did read online and when I was researching iguanas that like I remember, like, I know how you mentioned that, like, they have, like, their teeth and their claws, and yeah. they'll whip you with their tail, but, like, their first instinct is the Dale Gribble tactic, which is just to fucking run, run and yeah. that's exactly what Lenore the Iguana did, was run, and Bill falls out the window <laughs> looking I, for I, it. Yeah, it's funny that, like, the Iguana goes out the window, Bill, a human, should go out the front door, <laughs> but, but decides to chase it out the window, and eat shit. And when he's across the street, does he check in his mailbox yeah, he's for everywhere. the yeah. Iguana? He's like so frantic. He's I like... thought, <coughs> I thought he was looking in the bushes for the iguana, and then got his keys out. Like that's where he keeps his keys, is what I thought. But I think you're right. He's looking for the I, iguana. I thought originally I was like, "What the hell is he doing in the mailbox?" We've and then, lock and then the door. next scene, he's looking under the couch for the iguana. <laughs> so I realized that like he's clearly looking in all spots that the iguana definitely could not be. It's basically like if the iguana's gonna run away, it wouldn't run away back to Bill's house. Yeah. No. It doesn't, he doesn't want to be no, there. Probably go to Bobby's room. Honestly, he would probably get along with Bobby quite well. <laughs> Luann's, what am I supposed to, am I supposed to kill this iguana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after that whole thing, like, Sheila, I should tell you right now. Oh, yeah, I have already that. given him your number. Dude, Peggy's the worst. She's awful. She's oh, the worst. Oh my god. And we see when Bill goes into his house, Dale comes around the back yeah, with a TV. TV. Dale! He would have wanted me to have it. <laughs> He's still alive. Nitpick and I ain't gonna bring him back. <laughs> I love that ongoing joke of Dale thinking Bill's just dead. Yeah. After Bill runs off, Hank goes to check on him again. And, like, Bill's just crying, <laughs> looking for the lizard. And this is when Hank finally, like, kind of, like, like, loses it. And, like, or doesn't lose it, but, like, he's just, like, Hank's you need enough. to hear, like, the honest truth. Like, I'm not gonna, like... And he's just like, you know, Lenore no! ain't coming back. <laughs> and Sorry, he just like smashes all the gifts yeah, and like kind of like stomps on it, basically. tears the place yeah. up a little bit, and like, then I, I, like, what do you guys think? Did he go overboard? No, no, I think he needed to hear that. Like, I think that's what but, a good friend does. Like, if Bill just goes like 
white. Like he's just numb. Like he's yeah. like, I don't I don't I don't it feel looks like anything. He got a lobotomy. But Hank definitely yeah. misreads the situation because he's like, oh, okay, well, I just want well, to tell you, you were, you were acting pretty weird I there. knew you, Snap. <laughs> I love that, too. Well, like, I asked him twice. You were, at, you were acting this is like, pretty weird. That just reminds me of something Nathan would say. Well, <laughs> you were acting pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, like, peak craziness. Like, this is what, like, just fucking takes him to the next level of being fucking crazy. This isn't yeah. peak. This is... This, this, is, this the, is the start. This of is it. the start of the drastic spike. Yeah, but then I think this he is, needed to hear it though. Like he did, but he didn't. He didn't hear it. At the, he at didn't the hear time. it, and and Hank didn't realize that. He thought his job was done. Yeah, the car like, Hank is kind of no just idea like, what's gonna come next. oh, good, he snapped out of it. Which and Pe- clearly Peggy is isn't. skeptical, right? Because he tells Peggy that. Like, yeah. I asked him twice. <laughs> he said he was okay. That's but, why I do have some time for Peggy in this episode because she has. A little more like she's a bit more level headed and yeah, tuned. She to might it. be a little like she doesn't care. For she Bill, did suggest but. for him to go to a, uh, a psychiatrist, yeah. psychiatrist, which is a good call. But other than that, she's pretty anybody could offhandedly say that guy needs to see a doctor, yeah, but um, not Hank. Hank was like, he ain't no, he's fine, he's not crazy. <laughs> but uh, this next scene that we get is a really short one because it's basically just like Hank. Uh, filling Peggy in like we're just talking about now that, uh, and sees the iguana that fucking lizard was in their <laughs> house rooting around yeah, all night in the CR- I wondered because it got yeah. back into the house yeah well I mean it must have been like Bobby probably read it in. yeah I thought they were like way too cool about it I'd be like oh my god well Hank yeah, just has no, it like in his arm like it's a yeah, cat, it's a cat or, something. or something there's no doggy door for uh, Lady Bird is there no, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so either. So, I mean, who knows? It could be anything, I'm or sure. Or could have just, like... I mean, the garage door was left open, but... And, like, did they... I never saw them close that front door window. Yeah. It's kind of... That kitchen window. Besides the point, but, like... It doesn't matter. What it is, is you're right. Hank finds it, and then waltzes back to Bill's to find a strange woman in his yard? I... I yeah. Who is that, Hank? I do like, to just when Hank is talking to Peggy, he says, like, could you imagine if he showed up with with Lenore, the iguana, yeah. to our party. Like, that was the worst like, thing that could happen. Halfway through this episode, Hank thinks that's the worst. It'd be pretty bad if they were both wearing the same dress. That's yeah. true. Okay, so now we get Hank going over to Bill's house, holding Lenore, uh, who's very, very calm with Hank. And he goes through the front door, into the kitchen, and through the glass sliding door... To see a woman? The shape of woman. Hey! Hey, who are you? What are you doing in Bill's backyard? Hey! <laughs> Don't you recognize me? I'm Lenore! What is going on? Well, I'm just washing a dress for your big party, silly! I hate that he uses the word silly frequently. Oh my god, and the fact that he held on to all these parties. (laughs) (laughs) Like, held on to all these, like, outfits. Yeah. At least three we see, like, in a span of 24 hours. At least, and he's washing a couple more here. (laughs) Well, I assume that, like, when those presents got torn open, he's now, like, using those as, like, a lot of the outfits as well. So he's got quite the amount. Could be. And, uh, there's a. (laughs) When he's kind of, like, delivering a lot of his uh i don't know what you want to call it lines in this uh scene the the voice cracks that lenore has oh. Oh. bill take off the dress 
Why do you keep calling me Bill? <laughs> My name is Lenore. Billy, I've come back See? because I love Bill so much. And I really missed him. No, uh-uh, this is too much. <laughs> this is when he brings up the rushing uh, record again. And he's just say, you may have blocked for me, but I'm blocking for you right now. And he you're says not... Rick Calhoun, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. <laughs> Nobody says Rick Calhoun except for you. I mean, the Wikipedia page for Rick Calhoun is pretty, pretty small. Yeah, so we're... There's no stats. <laughs> I'd imagine so. But... <laughs> you just generate this in your head somehow. <laughs> so, obviously... Uh, Hank's trying his best here, and and he can't deal with this. And I understand Hank can't deal with this. Yeah, we know it's, Hank as a character. It's this too is much. Like it'd be too much for me. There's too. no I mean, sports metaphor that he can muster, so he comes up with crazy tennis. Yeah, <laughs> his first reaction. Yo, cra- tennis is fucking crazy. The score goes zero, fifteen, thirty, forty, forty-five, and if they get. If they tie you, then it goes to advantage, <laughs> and then it goes. It's like you break, can't break point. There's no like. There's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> yes, love and love instead love is zero. of zero. It's a nice way to say nil. Is love uh, zero or is love tied? Love is zero. Forty love is forty nine. Yeah, love is zero. Yeah, it would be fifteen all. If it was was tied, it would be all. Service ace. Yes, that's shy guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys, are we gonna crazy tennis? That's what I thought. Are we having a Mario party after this? Okay, let's not let let's uh, let's not make anybody jealous over the air. (sighs) Yeah, let's have a Mario party. But uh, obviously, Hank walks away from this situation. And then he goes back to the alley. He delivers a, a speech I want you to press play on, though. Oh. In high school, you blocked for me, but I did my job, too. I ran through the hole, setting Arlen High's single-season rushing record, as you recall. And now here I am blocking for you, but you're not even trying. I don't even know what kind of game you're playing. Maybe some kind of crazy tennis. Hey! Okay, then. Nice visiting with you. See you at the party. No, no, you stay away from my party. No party, you got that? I'm already invited to there. <laughs> Fair enough. Poor Hank. I mean, like, it's so hard, and, like, he's doing, he's trying so he's hard. He's doing his very like, best, and, like, we know at Hank's standards, this is not okay. Well, I mean, Hank is surprisingly cool with. This is a lot to just drop on him right now. So at first, right before they cut to commercial, he's just like, what the hell is going on? And then yeah. he's a, a, yeah, definitely a bit more like reserved when it comes back to, to scene. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, he's he took time off work to help to bathe this man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, I mean, but, yeah, he's... Uh, I think he's, like, he's mad because, like, He's trying so hard to help Bill. And I feel like, like Bill's, Bill's getting... not even trying at all to help himself. It, well, it sounds like he's getting farther away. It's yeah, good... exactly. Well, he and is. Like, he's going further down into it. I'd be mad, too. Like, because like, it doesn't seem like Bill is trying. You're kind of fed up. Like, yeah. I know, like, you don't want to be, but you, you yeah. want to remove yourself and just take a break, well, right? He doesn't want to be Hank already mad. didn't understand what was going on, and now he's... Really, really confused. confused. He's trying to fix Bill like fixing a carburetor. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like he's just going like through yeah. this for, like, formula doesn't, like, he doesn't process. Realize. He's not got a carburetor in his hand. It's like it's he's just going to snap. Yeah. He's <laughs> just going to snap out of being suicidal probably after Christmas time because maybe he gets weird every year. I think he does. So I think Hank's probably just like, 
I mean, last Christmas, Hank was blind, so. Fair enough. But yeah, the boys are drinking beer in the alley, and uh, <laughs> Lenore oh. comes up and... This delicious mustard ensemble she's got on. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, Bill and Dale have a what I like to call a mind battle. It's a nice Dijon. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, <clears throat> Do you gentlemen think you could spare a beer for a lady? Come on, you know you're Bill. <laughs> no, no, I don't know that. I don't, I'm, I'm Lenore. Well, if you're Lenore, mm-hmm. then where's Bill? Huh? Uh, Bill's in the house. Mm-hmm. You want me to go get him? I'm skeptical that you could, yet intrigued that you may. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Lenore peels off, like, leaves just briefly to come back with a wrap on. Yeah, (laughs) I like... Okay, so, like, what would you say? Are we past the midpoint of the episode? Oh, far. Yeah. Yeah. Well... And now Dale finally says out loud, Bill's been acting a little... Weird lately, don't you think? <laughs> Maybe it's me. <laughs> I I up, like, <coughs> and Boomhauer's just like just so silent. Oh, just like, I'm God. not even touching this. Yeah, and, and you're right. He comes back with what he calls a rap because it's jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have what he's like? Yep. Yep. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Storms out of the scene. Exactly. And then he goes, I believe, into the kitchen, right? Yeah, and we find uh, Peggy, Luann, Hank. French fries. Peeling potatoes, and Hank oh. is peeling in rage. So these giant Idaho potatoes are turning into these little, like, basically, yeah, just one spears. potato wedge. Potato one spears. And uh, Hank gets really mad. Like, Hank, he doesn't often curse really in the series and he calls bill a son of a bitch says he wastes his vacation days and peggy and luann kind of both offer their insight uh one of them is good advice yeah luann has some actually some damn fine advice which she got from a very strange source well i don't know anything about psychology but it sounds to me like mr dotrieve needs closure he needs to realize that lenore's never coming back and he needs to just move on with his life it's the same thing Buckley's angel told me. Which is more foreshadowing to a future episode. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know, so don't tell me too much. Yeah, I won't. But it just, oh, I, I, didn't I realize it. I heard like... that, and then I went like, well, oh, that's weird. Because I, I never remembered that little tidbit from this yeah, episode. It's not but like uh, we saw her with uh, 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 Buckley's angel. Nope. But um, it's nice to contrast that bit of advice with uh, Peggy's advice. How about I invite the real Lenore to the party and just settle this thing once and for all? Oh, I hope it works, but if they show up in the same dress, <laughs> it'll be a disaster. I don't think that's gonna fix it. Like, if Lenore comes, I don't think I, that's gonna fix Bill. I like, think that would've just been catastrophic. Wouldn't that make things, like, uh, escalated, like, a catalyst into the fire, like, way worse? Oh, I think, yeah, he would've just, like, I mean, if he was embarrassed at the party to begin with, like, imagine yeah. if she shows up. Maybe not like at the party, though, but, like, in private, I think it could help. Cause, I think like, you're probably right. Like, but, really what Luann is saying is, like, he doesn't have closure. And, like, if Lenore came back and was like, I left you, this and that, and the other, like, maybe it would help. Anymore, like, yeah. in a, in, in the long private, term. Yeah, but, like, yeah. not at a party. No. Bad time. <laughs> I love Luann's, like, because Peggy has the worst idea out of everybody. And that's... Yep. To phone Lenore. Yep. And I love Luann's line. Do you want to play it? We just did it. 
Where were you? Oh, where was I? <laughs> we just yeah, recapped that whole the scene. Ninth. <laughs> <laughs> were you surfing with the alien? <laughs> I must have been. Bro. I was reading ahead. We I was just sh- recapped. Bro. <laughs> we literally just finished that scene. <laughs> it's, uh, we're now at the party. I totally thought you were talking about the. Uh, I thought you were talking about Luann and Buckley. <laughs> that was 10 that was minutes ago. <laughs> that was 10 Bro. minutes ago. It's like. <laughs> so. So it's time for the party, the and parade. and like we like we were saying, everybody from Strickland is there, and all their clientele, yeah. and there's some familiar faces that we know. Yeah, everybody's there. Fish, honey. Joe Jack, yeah. Joe Jack yeah. is one that that really pops in the background quite. Frequently. I was looking for uh, Mrs. Holloway. Uh, I didn't see, but I believe I saw Debbie. Yeah, Debbie was in the background. I love like mm-hmm. uh, with the. Uh, Buck talking to Hank, like it shows like how what kind of guy Hank is, like just like his you'll play it. Listen, Hank, we got all our clients here. Big fish, little fish, so if you see some little fish cornering me, it's your job to pull me out. We should treat all our clients like big fish, Mr. Strickland. Yeah, good, good. Save that for the little fish. <laughs> it's such a classic, like that's that's how fucking businessmen operate. Like that's, that's it's like it's feel. like versus how a businessman op- operates versus, versus like, how people or how businessmen want you to think they operate. Yeah, right. And it's like Hank's like the perfect like guy. Good man. That <laughs> is like he's like fucking real about it. Like that's actually Hank. And then Buck's like the real version of yeah, like it's like it's like like Hank's like the salesman going door to door selling those uh, shower hanger caps, like you know the guy from Planes, Trains, Automobiles, that kind of salesman. Oh, the shower curtain rings. Yeah, that's the kind of salesman. John Hank Candy. Is. Yes, the 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 honest the man one. on our five dollar bill. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Buck's just the greasy one with with <laughs> just pounds and pounds of grease looking back at her. He is. He doesn't even have the time of day at Hank's party to talk to some of his lesser uh, profitable <laughs> clients. Like, yeah. He's such an ass. He's a dick. How many, think, how many tater tots do you think he ate? Uh, I noticed there was I, a slim pickings on Bobby's tray. I'm going to assume that nobody had any after <laughs> Lenore showed up. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Dotrieve. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which. May I offer you a homemade tater tot, Mr. and Mrs. Dotrieve? Well, <laughs> Bill walks in, he's just like, Hank's like, damn it. And he goes over, he's like, Bill, get out. Yeah. I ordered <laughs> a Santa so Claus. Yeah, I ordered <laughs> Santa. There must be some kind of mistake. That's so good. Like, that, I would not think of, like, because obviously, because this is like a work party, he's got to cover it up. Like, that's not my neighbor or my friend, or mm-hmm. I don't I, know them. I totally thought, like, at this moment that, like, Hank was gonna try and like show up with like a Santa costume or something and be like, cause, like I thought maybe we were gonna go back to Bill being Santa, being like Santa was his role model kind of thing. But yeah, I think I think we're maybe we're what... in pretty deep into this storyline, right? Like we, we well, I just it. yeah, I mean I just instead of getting a dress, I thought maybe he was gonna get a Santa hat. Fair enough, but uh, it's uh, it's obvious that this crowd does not agree with. They no, get the pretty... man in ladies' clothing, he, they don't get it. Maybe if it was a Democratic National Convention <laughs> or something. Yeah. Right, right before the crowd gets unruly, Peggy receives a phone call, which Bobby delivers on a silver platter. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I mean, I don't I don't have the clip of the call because, honestly, like, I didn't 
I don't know. It was just kind of a a letdown. It was like, oh yeah, Lenore's not coming. And Bill like kind of breaks. Kinda was his, Bill like, like slightly breaks the character of being Lenore for a second because yeah. he gets all like he gasps. Yeah, the real like, Lenore's on the phone. Yeah, like, I think you hold. Yeah. I think the f- never mind, Bill. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think the phone call was definitely too. Tell Bill there is another Lenore that Len- he isn't Lenore. Well, I mean that I, if that was their um, ulterior motive, that's smart of them. I think Peggy was literally just trying to fix it with bringing her here, and like, well, Peggy was yeah, but like the scene was meant to like argue with mm. Bill that he isn't Lenore because the real oh, Lenore yeah. exists elsewhere. It, it wasn't Peggy's intention for that no. though. Yeah, okay, we're on the same page. But uh, obviously, now that that's happened, it's kind of like Bill's only hope is kind of gone. And like our, as an audience, our like only other like uh, mm-hmm. expectation has been like shot. So it basically leads to an angry mob. And at least Boomhauer's got Bill's back at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, man, I'm getting ugly in here, man. There's people that come in and get Bill no dress, man. I'm getting that ass whooping on him. <laughs> I like that, <laughs> and Hank takes his opportunity to like run off and come up with his best solution, which I thought was a pretty, pretty good solution. I mean, it worked in Billy Madison. It's Hank does that the hardest kind thing of party. Yeah. 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 Hank does like the hardest thing he's ever done. It's well, extra fun. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Peggy's <laughs> sexiest dress. <laughs> it, it made you all uncomfortable, as it made me uncomfortable, right? What like, his little dance. <laughs> no, I, so I wouldn't funny. say. He does a little jig with the dress. <laughs> I was, I was more was with, funny. I was more with Dale when that happened. Well, well, yeah, yeah like, that's right. It's that kind of party. <laughs> Anything goes. Extra fun. Woo! <laughs> Hank, this wasn't on my invitation. D- did you make Bill a special invitation? <laughs> you can tell, like, <laughs> Dale doesn't get it. It at all. He doesn't understand anything. No. no. And so we, Dale, like, obviously after that, sneaks home. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be outdone. Not to be outdone. Oh, well, Peggy's. <laughs> or Let's play Boggle. Well, no, first Bill oh. reacts. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop <gasps> it! Well, okie dokie. Everyone. Let's play Boggle, huh? <laughs> it's not usually played with such a large group, but it's Christmas, so let's sing a song. Let's do anything. Anything except that. Yeah. Nobody like that was worst case scenario. Bill showing up in a dress. And nobody then, knows what to do. And then the Hank, the host of the party, also puts on a dress <laughs> and follows an emotional Bill to the street. And they have a they have a really strange but yeah. uh, I guess demanding role play that needed to happen. <laughs> Stop teasing me, Bill. <laughs> I am Lenore, and I don't love you. I'm Lenore. I've left you forever because you're lazy and no good. Lenore. (laughs) (laughs) He comes to the realization that that's what she says. Hank really levels with him. He's like, we fight fight during the day, we fight during the night, we fight so loud all the neighbors can hear. And And I think that's why he knows the dynamics so well, right? And we're transplanted back to Rainy Street Circa, like, 1990, where they apparently, you know, this... Storybook marriage in Bill's mind never. <laughs> it's a fairy book 
never existed and that they did nothing but fight and watch other couples have fun at uglies that's right and so uh when when hank kind of drops the bomb which is like honestly like the best closure is like i don't love you anymore like that's facts like that's she's not coming back and now bill he he almost gets defensive which is kind of what he needed to do because like that that Kind of gave Bill the opportunity to, like, say his piece. Yeah, and so he does. I don't love you anymore. That's it. I don't love you. That's all? <laughs> That's why you left? It simple as that? You didn't even have the courtesy to send me a Dear John letter? Well, i tell you what I consider that rude. And I'll tell you something, I am worth a dear John letter. I'll tell you that right now. And there are a lot of women who would agree with me. So you know what? You go ahead. You get out. Get out. You don't You don't deserve William Fontaine de la Tour Dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, like, Stephen Root, like... Oh, he's killing it. That's oh, a, yeah. This whole episode, too, but, like, especially there. I was like, that's... That's good. And I like I do like that like the 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 show like format wise like ends with a nice like monologue from mm-hmm. Bill who this whole thing revolves around and we're looking for some resolution. Yeah, it kind of gives Bill like his dignity back. Yeah, it does give his dignity. Oh, he back. definitely stands up for himself. Yeah. He says it all in a dress. He definitely stands up well, for himself. Yeah, but like he says like he kind of like yeah, he's like I deserved that. Like and you didn't give me that. Like I think and, that's like yeah, he did deserve that. I didn't know what a Dear John letter was, so I, I looked it up, and it seems like it's a very common thing that came from World War II. Yeah, my grandparents say, like, it's a set in my it's, family. It's basically like a letter of, it's like a breakup letter, it's, and it's mainly when, like, the, the, the woman has found somebody else, and they're writing to, uh, usually a serviceman. All the poor saying, bastards overseas. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> Is and that you, what the movie's about? Well, I think so, but, like, and that's how you know it's going to be a breakup letter is because it starts with Dear John instead of, like, Darling or Lovely or, or My my right. Sweetie, you know? Uh, if it starts with Dear, your name, that, she's distancing herself. You're <laughs> yeah. not good. So that's why they call it a Dear John letter. I thought that – I always thought it was, like, a military, like uh, – like, I don't know, you, like, in Greece when they're – when, like, the girls all write, like – Letters to like servicemen, like, yeah, and, and they don't know the servicemen. They just want to be a pen pal. They just want to have a pen pal, so they send yeah. a nice picture. And like I thought oh, and that put perfume on exactly. I thought that was the dear <laughs> John. Letter. In my the dear yeah. John is the ending to that. In my family, it's used like kind of like as a like what you were saying, but like as a metaphor is like any kind of rejection. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, did you get the job? Like no. Like did they at least send you like a dear John letter? Like, like as being like sorry, sorry you don't have a job. Like, but, like sorry you can't work at the local car wash. Yeah. <laughs> sorry you can't own the family gas station. <laughs> but, but, like, uh, I've definitely heard that like yeah. a lot. Like it's so, a common saying. I I just knew them. I just heard of the movie. Yeah, I honestly haven't seen the movie, The Channing Tatum. I think it's a Notebook uh, writer or something. Uh, oh yeah, that guy. He was very famous for a while, and then nobody talks about him anymore. But there is. Um, Kind of like a, I love the way that King Hill does this, where they just remove tension. Like after like a big thing like that, where it's like emotion, you're feeling something for Bill, or when it's like Hank and Bobby, or whatever it is, and then they just have something that just kind of just 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 ease it off, and it's and it's Bill being self aware for the first time. I hit rock bottom there, didn't I? <laughs> and hard. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, like a, like Hank after that, he's like, well, we know when Bill 
whatever he says, and Hank's like, "The wind's at your back now, buddy. Like you exactly. can't. It's uh, nothing. You'll, but nev- up from you'll here. never be that low again." Yeah. It's such a yeah. It's a beautiful moment. It like, is. I, I love the little sight gag of Dale over the shoulder <laughs> in Nancy's yeah. finest. Get. <laughs> it is nice, isn't it? So that brings us to the end of the episode. And when it's the end of the episode, we start our final thought. So, uh, as you are the guest in the clubhouse, would you like to uh, kick it off, Nathan? I'm sorry, Elder Little Pond, with uh, the, the the first round of final thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really, really love this episode. I think it might be like my favorite of the whole series. Like, um, I say that like it's my favorite, but it's also like one I don't like rewatch very often, just because it is like pretty dark and emotional. And like, if you just like want to like sit down and enjoy an episode, can you hell like. I wouldn't really watch this one, but, like, I just think, like, it's done so beautifully, and, like, um, I guess, like, like, the pain, like, Bill goes through, like, it's, like, it feels really real. Like, I'm sure, like, I've been in a dark place before. Thankfully, never as dark as, like, the place Bill was in. (laughs) I remember when you were wearing dresses. (laughs) But, like, I'm sure, like, we've all been in a dark place before, and, like, it's just, like, his pain, like, feels, like, real, and, like, I just love how, like, King of the Hill, like, goes there, and, like, they actually, like, portray like that like when do you see like that kind of depression on like a sitcom like it's not like the simpsons where you see like mo kill himself and it's just like okay mo like and it's just like it's not taken seriously like here it's like taken seriously and like you can feel like the weight of the situation and like i don't know i think that's that's like why it's hard to watch like almost because it is like so real feeling and like but it's also like so funny and, like, you see what kind of a man Hank is. Like, he's, like, a really good really person. Good yeah. And, like, I mean, Hank does get criticized every now and again. But, like, you see, like, at his core, like, he's a really good guy. And, like, yeah, I really like this episode. It's a good way to wrap <laughs> that up. That's, that's, a, that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. Anybody have anything they want to add on? Or? I don't have anything necessarily to add. I agree with Nathan, Nathan completely. Uh, when I watch this one, I don't. There has not been an episode I've watched more in the in the week between episodes. Just preparing for it, I could not stop laughing. And as yeah. like Nathan mentioned, it's such a somber topic, but they do it where it's not. It doesn't. I don't know. The humor still like shines through. Um, there was like there yeah. wasn't a lot of extracurricular like like music wise. Uh, you know, cameo wise, there wasn't really much for that. But it was just a great episode arguably my favorite one we've covered so far um yeah nothing but good things to say about this episode yeah i know that you were uh you've hyped this one up to me just because i haven't like everybody i hope you understand by now that i am the the fresh eyes to the show i haven't seen more (laughs) than what we've done for episodes so uh having this be kind of my first watch through of this episode uh it had a lot of hype and it lives up to it and and what really made it live up to it for me like yes the the jokes that hit at, at the initial watch are funny, but the rewatch, there's rewatchability <laughs> on this one. And it, and they and the jokes can get even smaller and smaller, and then it becomes where it's not even a joke. It's just something you see on screen, like Bobby serving the the breakfast in the morning, right? It's just it, – I, f- I felt like this one really captured all of the inside jokes of King of the Hill 
add the exterior kind of like just more service level jokes. So like comedy is top notch in this episode. I really did like it. And then like you say, the themes of it, uh, they did a really good job of capturing, you know, how Bill feels and how everybody feels about Bill. And, and we kind of get a look in because it's always been danced around him and Lenore and, and we, we get a little bit more detail on it and, and kind of why they split up. Like, Oh, it was fighting. It wasn't just because Bill's a piece of shit. You know, not because yeah. he's gross. He's because he it is declared he is gross, and we agree. But everybody can use a shower. Everybody can <laughs> use a bath. <laughs> but uh, so so like every everything really hits on this one, and so I I really enjoyed it. And like yes, sometimes you get a little disappointed when there isn't that much research to do on an episode. But I don't think. I think it would have taken away. I, I like that this there is a was no very... S- no space for it. No, it's a very character and, and, and Arlen-themed episode. So yeah. I really like that. So I'm going to give it seven years of separation <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> one more coding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I this is definitely, I would say, the best episode. Not necessarily my favorite but uh, this one is like – it's not the first one I would show somebody. It's no. definitely one yeah. you have to watch you after be you in the know story. the yeah. characters. Yeah. Like, but it, it is one that just takes what those characters have been talking about forever. And like I don't know, like just so many things like I've already mentioned about Bill, like with the Santa Claus being his hero and, and like we know Lenore, like it, everything by this point. It's just like – all these things like culminate to at starting an episode with just Bill sobbing. Like yeah. it's like we know why we he's know crying. why, and it's like you don't need to really. He's like he's sobbing with like cheery uh, like Christmas bells in yeah. the background. It's like it's we like it. it, it's like the Quentin Tarantino movies where it's like this gory horrible scene but there's yeah. like kind of like yeah. music well, like happy go lucky yeah. yeah i mean it's Four also like yeah. it's also like to show in in seven seconds or less like somebody who like it's that, it's that feeling you get from like enjoying sadness in sad movies or sad songs or you know like those comforting things that you're like oh like i used like but like bill's like sobbing and then he's like Oh, I love Christmas because it reminds me of this horribly painful memory <laughs> that I have. And it's like – it's clearly just relived it. But it's like – it's it's just – yeah, the show can't – like not many stories can start out that way and just get that good. Mm-hmm. Um, and this yeah, is a right. really good one. I agree with you that like, I definitely wouldn't like show someone like who's never seen like – Oh, like watch this episode, like yeah. as an introduction. But like, I think maybe if they were like some like literature snob or something, or like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, you think like TV or like American sitcoms is just like you know superficial jokes, like, and like, then you show them that it's like this is like some real <laughs> shit here, you know? Yeah, oh, you're totally I, it's right. real nice. Yeah, it, it does. It it does feel like genuine, authentic, uh, like storytelling and artwork. It's great. Yeah, I'm glad we did a podcast yeah. about this show. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just glad this episode exists. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. So perfect. I like that Luann comes up with the most reasonable. Like she is awesome. Like I, I'm itching for a Luann episode. Mm-hmm. I really God, could use one. 
Well, you won't get one next. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, what is our next episode? Our next episode is another great one. Uh, a firefighting, we will go, and I believe we've got another special guest scheduled to we're be a calling part of this. up. We're calling up the uh, emergency hall line because we got a fire in the clubhouse. <laughs> you, you guys haven't met this uh, guest yet. And he's nope. been a long-time listener, long-time friend. No, we only bring him out when we have to break the glass. Yeah, he's a southern dandy, and you'll meet him all next weekend. That's right. That's all we're going to say. So without further ado... South Wellington dandy. <laughs> I think we will close this meeting with a final round table. With Latanya! Want to hear more Order of the Straight Arrow? Join the conversation on Twitter at Utsakothpod or follow us on Instagram at Utsakothpod or look for us on Facebook at Order of the Straight Arrow, a King of the Hill podcast. Please share this podcast with your friends and feel free to contact us by email at Utsakothpod at gmail.com. Please, no hate mail. Hey, what you crying for, boy? It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and in no way reflect the views and opinions of Mike Judge, Greg Daniels, or Fox Studios. The external audio used in this podcast is not owned by the Order of the Straight Arrow or its affiliates and is presented in good faith to its copyright owners. Please don't sue us.